All right, everyone, we're holding over here in the part three of the Mima we've been learning the last two weeks. This is in page 56 on your page. It's in Sefer Derechayim, the middle of the Mima, which is the last discourse in the book of, De- of Sefer Derechayim. We're holding Perekhe of that Mima. Um, I'm not sure in the original Derechayim it's divided in the, into the numbers of Perakim. I think it's just chapters. I'm not sure it has parakeh. So if you're looking for it in the uh, regular derachayim, uh, it's a it's the paragraph that begins umaato yeshlahoven. Okay. Um, to make a quick uh, recap on the essence of what we learned, we were learning in the first class. We learned the the greatness of um, the uh, Jewish neshamas, of where the Jewish neshamas arrive in the primordial, primordial, primordial thought. And he, he developed the idea that in creation itself there is various different levels of thought. There is a detailed, there is detailed speech and general speech. And then there is detailed thought and general thought. And the Jewish neshama, and in that general thought itself he discussed two levels. And then he explained how the Yidden are rooted in the pre-thought of any kind of thought of creation whatsoever. In other words, they're preceding even the first thought that has in any way a relationship to the creation. And that was what he discussed. And, um, and then he asked the question, if the shamans are so high, what are they doing down here? Which is... Uh, but he says that a neshama has sasim vigalia. Neshama has two parts to it. The concealed part of the neshama is sasim in the very, very, very quintessence of God, and the revealed part of the neshama comes all the way, all the way, all the way down into the most concrete, tangible, physical state of existence, which means the neshama is similar to Hashem and to the Torah. It's not just similar. Since the Torah, Hashem, and the Jewish people are one, we find a similarity in the three of them in that they all three f- exist in Sasim and Galia. Sasim is that as high as you go and as far as you go, even if you go into the primordial thought, even that primordial thought can't grasp neither God, neither the Torah in its essence, or neither the Jewish people. That means you, can't, you can never fathom a Jew. So you, it's like we say the idea of lamai lamai la aden kates. It's higher, higher without an end. But at the same time, just like Hashem projects Himself down, 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 down through all of creation, all the way, all the way, all the way down to create, sustain, and be the life force of the actual physical creation. That means Hashem did not stop and kind of hover in the spiritual realms. But Hashem permeates all of existence to the very, 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 very last and most, so to speak, the most defined, limited state of existence was the physical. The same is also a neshama. Wait, and the Torah is also that way. Because the Torah, no one knows the Torah. And at the same time, the Torah comes down that every single child can study it. And it discusses and it relates to the most mundane matters of material physical life. So the Torah is the biggest secret and it is the most revealed. 
See, isn't that awesome? God is the biggest secret and He is the most revealed. Right? The Torah is the biggest secret and it is the most revealed. And so to the Jew is the biggest secret, yet he is the most revealed. Because he is in Shamak. And then we explain that where is the Jew the most potent? Where, which part of him is connected to the deepest secret when he is the most revealed in the body? Then he went on to explain that when the Jew unearths, unearths, digs in his neshama to bring forth his hidden love and fear. Remember we learned about that last year, that we all have love and fear. And I'm sorry, last week, and we discussed that the reason that it's hidden, and the reason why it's hidden is for two reasons. One, because it's essentially, it is so essential, and everything that's essential is unexpressed. Everything that's essential, essence is not expressed. And he said that every Jew has a willingness to, to, to we see that all Jews love God because we can prove it from three things. I'm working my backwards. First of all, Jews love mitzvahs. All Jews love mitzvahs. You give him a, my son is in Argentina, and today he sent me a picture of him putting on tefillin. He's in anywhere in Argentina. He's not in Buenos Aires. He's in the middle of Yehopetzville, somewhere in the middle. Mendoza, somewhere over there. He's uh, where the wine comes from. In the middle of Yehopetzville, Argentina. And he's there as a bacher in the summer helping Jews connect to mitzvahs. So he sent me two pictures today. One from a Jew who never put fill in his whole life. And the Jew is so happy, like he found, like you can look at the picture, you can see he's happy like he found, uh, you know, he found the treasure, he won the lottery. And another one is a Jew who hasn't put on tefillin for 68 years. Not that he never put on tefillin, but for 68 years he never put on tefillin. And he put on tefillin. And another three people who put on mezuzahs just today. A Jew in the corner of the world. So, What's going on? These Jews are so disconnected, yet they love mitzvahs so much. How can it be you're so disconnected, yet you love something so much? It's because it's in your essence. The other thing is that you see that all Jews show, show up on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. That means that even though all year they might ignore Yiddishkeit, but on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur something, something speaks to them. And thirdly, from the willingness to die for our identity as Jews. So you see that every Jew essentially has the love and the fear. But precisely because it's so essential, that's why it's so hidden. Then we learned another reason why it's hidden, because there's a bunch of junk on top of it. And, but yet, he says, in order to expose the, the Ava and the Yira, the love and the fear, is primarily through digging and a broken heart. Through the Avoda of having a broken heart, by becoming frustrated with the idea that I am so so not spiritual, so not godly, so lost in the, in, the, in, the, in the vanities of life, in the foolishness of life. And when, yet, when one gets a broken heart, automatically, as soon as the heart breaks, the, the deeper Jew comes out. The deeper Jew comes surging outward. And it's compared like digging for a treasure. All you have to do is dig in the dirt, and then you find it. So the Rebbe explains that when a Jew does that, and he explains that that idea is to bring your avavayira, your love and fear, into your bina. Remember he brought the pasuk, az tavin yira Hashem. Then you will understand the fear of God. He asked why is, why is fear of God related to understanding? It's then you will have yira Hashem. What's this? So he explains that bina 
once you bring it into your bina, you brought it into your human self that is existing in time and space. Before, as long as the, in the original state, the love and fear is hovering in the part of you that's not human. It's hovering in your chachma, in your point that is still one with, you know, it's not actualized in your, in your regular faculties. It's, in the, it's way up here. So once you bring it into your bina, you capture into your bina, bina is already the source of your emotions, it's already the source of your operating regular you. And that's when you have to bring it from what, what he calls hanistaros lashem alokenu. We got to bring our nistar, our concealed, into the reveal. And the beautiful thing is that when we bring our concealed into the revealed, we have a cosmic effect. God, too, who naturally is very private and very, 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 very elusive and very, very, very mysterious and very concealed, and who naturally, gra- um, um, I, I don't know the right word, is not gravitate, but I'm just, that's what's coming to my head naturally gravitates into himself, contracts into himself, is being, why should he illuminate himself into the creation? But when we take our very, very private, hidden self and draw it forth into our consciousness and into our revealed heart, and finally into our thought, speech, and action, into our behavior, that means that we're not living superficially, we're living deep. So then God... The same thing happens to Hashem. His very, very private, hidden, transcendental, hidden being becomes revealed in all worlds, in all of Seder Ishtal on all levels, until God manifests finally into the tangible physical realm. And that's what we learned yesterday, the power, last week, about the power of that revelation. To understand that better, he went on in the last thing to explain how the there is... There is uh, that really, how does the hidden above there come to the revealed? That was the question. How does the hidden come to the revealed? So he explains that Hashem himself is, is beyond even hidden, a hidden spherot. Spherot, sphere. No, this is what it is. We've been waiting. We've been waiting all this time. Good. It's been shvach on the men's side lately. That's why I've been waiting for you to move back. But today we're learning part three from a mimer that we've been learning two weeks. But the, the real good part of the mimer is today's part. In any case, so we were learning in the earlier parts of the mimer that by Hashem the hidden spheros, the attributes as they are hidden in him, is also, it's not like by us that we have certain essential characteristics that are just part of the makeup of who we are in our essence. And, and those essential characteristics, so to speak, because they're essential, they, they don't lend themselves to be revealed. Only a ray of our potentials and powers come to the revelation. But the Abishter is not limited in that. His essential susim, his real, real susim, could reveal itself completely into his galia, into the revelation, is because he himself transcends the spheroids even as they are in their most hidden state because he doesn't have them naturally. He willed, 
He willed the Sasim levels into existence. That was the main point of the last part of the Maimah we learned last week. He willed the Eser Sfiros Hagnuzos into himself because you can't say on Atzmos himself that he has any Sfiros whatsoever. So he made these Sfiros that are kind of one these undefined spheros that are not even considered potential of potential, but he willed those spheros into himself. And therefore, he's imperfect. to him, the hidden spheros as they are hidden and the revealed expressed spheros are absolutely the same to him. And therefore, he's able to move them from a hidden state into a revealed state without any problem at all. That's the idea we learned last week. And who are the ones who trigger that? Yidden. Because since Yidin are Olub Machshavatchila, which means we are the ones who the Abishtah consulted with whether he should create or whether he shouldn't create. So we are the we are the we exist inside him pre those Esasphiris Hagnuzois. We decided that he should be the one who should create or make himself have Esasphiris Hagnuzois in Atmos. We're the ones who are part of that deliberation that he should emanate these essence carved, these spheros are like kind of carved into him, that he should carve these spheros into himself. Therefore, our avoda, through us revealing our sasim, our hidden love and fear of Hashem, through our taking our sasim, our concealed love and fear of Hashem, and revealing it into our practical daily life, we can cause above also the Abishter sasim to come to a revelation. Based on all of this, he's coming to explain, and here is really, really the most beautiful part of the Maimah. Tumei Mare Chazal, on the Pasuk, Doime Doidi Litzvi, or Le'oifer Le'yalim, that Hashem is compared to a deer. And the Medrash says Hashem is compared to a deer in, in two manners. Two things that Hashem is compared to the gazelle, to the deer. One is when a deer sleeps, one eye is open and one eye is shut. So he always has, so when Hashem kind of in the time of Golos, even though he's sleeping, he's still very much present and awake. Another marshal that Hashem is compared to the deer is when a deer, whenever he runs away, a deer, whenever a deer runs away, it turns its head back. So too, even during the time of Golos, when Hashem seems to be running away from the Jewish people, at the very same time, He's turning his head back. He never leaves us. See, he's going to explain in this, in this part of the Mimer, what does this mean, both the mashal of Hashem sleeping, his eye is open, and his, that how can it be these two things at the same time? On the one hand, he's asleep, which sleep means disconnect. At the other hand, he's awake with the other eye, which means he's fully connected. He's going to show a tremendous paradox that happens in Golas, where an impossibility is taking place. There is an emissa truth of abandonment, and at the same time, there is an emissa truth of complete presence and involvement. And at the same time, he's also going to explain what it means that Hashem is running away and present, but that's not so much regards to Hashem's hashgacha watching over us. That has to do with Hashem's presence in our Torah mitzvahs. So we're going to see. Um, okay, Uma'ata Yesh Lahavin. So we're holding Perikhe. And based on this is a, a, a marshal from the this is I'm sorry this is a mimer from the Mittler Rebbe the second Chabad Rebbe, who is generally my marim are very very lengthy and very um, I don't know what the word would be explainative, such a word. What's the right word? 
That's the word I'm looking for, but not, not that. But in any case, and based on this, we can understand in Yenamashal the Mashal. The doy medoy dilu tzvi that my beloved is compared to a tzvi to a deer. Ma tzvi yashon be'enayachas. Just like a deer sleeps with one eye open. Veneer be'enayachas. One eye shut. Veneer be'enayachas. And he has one eye awake. Begam mashal abeiz. We will also understand the second mashal. Ma tzvi. Just like a deer gam kishu be'reach. Even when he's escaping. Mach zeroisha. He's turning his head. The hinei beiz. Hamashalem alolu. Oilem lesignon echad. Both these mashalem are both arriving, they're both reaching the same, same idea. The Merame is, but still, two facets in this idea. The Merame is Azman HaGolus, they're both indicative of the time of Golus. Shenimshal Bebezin Yonim. The time of Golus has the marshal both of asleep and of Hashem departing. One of them is Hashem going away, the other one of them is that he's sleeping. Echad, one of them is Inyan Hashina, one is the sleep. Like it says, Ura, wake up, Hashem, why are you asleep? So you see, we refer to Hashem during the time of Golos that he's asleep, and we're saying to him, wake up to the Giyula. Or there's another Pasuk that says, Vayikets Kiyashan, that Hashem has Vayikets, he woke up Kiyashan like one who was asleep. There's another Pasuk where it says, Bishuv Hashem Eshuv When Hashem is going to return, we are like dreamers. So we're talking about during when, I, when we're going to come back to Eretz Yisrael by Mashiach's days, it's going to be like waking up from a dream. So it says in the Zoyar, Ani Begilusa. In the Zohar it says, I am asleep in exile. So you see that the time of Golos is considered asleep. This is referring to Knesset Yisrael, not that Hashem is sleeping. When it says, Ani I'm asleep, what does that mean, I'm asleep? It means that Knesset Yisrael is asleep. We're sleeping, and Hashem is sleeping. There's a sleeping taking place, right? Fine. That's one marshal. And the second marshal is Kamashal Atzvi, just like a deer. Beshashu, by Reach, at the time that he's escaping. Shazau Bchenas Hester. That's also the idea of concealment. Vehistalkus, there is a departure. Vehistalkus, elukus, lamai, lamai, labatz musay. That Hashem's revealed presence is departing and Hashem is retracting into himself. Like a person who suddenly becomes very reserved and very closed and you're like wondering what happened. You can't get to them. Like a person who's been till now very revealed to you, very open, very, and they shut down into themselves. And this is what's happening in the time of Golos. They able to kind of stops communicating, there's no nevuah, there's no open miracles, there's like a complete retraction as he's pulling back into himself. As the Zohar says, the Lashen, salik the Ebishter is salik, Hashem retracts above, above. Like it says, there's a passage where it says, Hashem says, very sad, I will go and return to my place which means I'm going to retract myself back, back up to away from the world. Because in the time of exile, it says, I will conceal my face. And this is the meaning when he escapes. As it says in Zayar, that Hashem during the time of Golis is talik le'ela le'ela. 
the Eibishter during the time of Golokas. We actually learned the Zayar today by a Mashiach class in the morning. We learned the Zayar where it says that the Shekhinah during the time of the of the destruction of the Beis Amigdash came down to the Beis Amigdash, and when she came down, she looked up and she saw her husband has completely dis- departed. All right, and the Stalik and the Lashon over there, Leela Leela, Okamoi Kain and the Sorm is also so. Now the truth is, he says this mushal of the deer running away, right, which is the mushal of what he's using over here that Hashem is retracting and going away from us. In truth, it's the same mushal as the Shina. Because when a person goes to sleep, it's the same thing. There's, there is a retraction of the soul away from the body. So in essence, the sleep and, and escape is the same Indian. It, when someone is sleeping, all the koichas nefesh, all the powers of the soul that are manifesting and present in the body, your vision, for instance, the vision shuts down, you close your eyes, and the power of Rhea, the power of vision, has now retracted back into its source, into the nefesh. And the same is also the intellect. What's left of the mind is only a very, 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 very chitzainiistic, a little ray of the mind. That's why you have ridiculous dreams. Like, in, like things that don't make any sense, that can't be, become, happen, because you don't have your real power of the mind that is able to filter out reality from fantasy um, uh, goes away. And what's left is just a very, just a tiny leftover kind of presence of mochin. And that's what creates the silliness that happens in dreams. Right? So Shina is an estalkus. It's also an estalkus of the mind. But all of this comes to indicate that above by the living God, by Hashem you can't say, even when Chazal use, or, the, or we have all these psukim that seem to imply that there is a sleep, that Hashem is sleeping, there isn't real Shina. We can't say in the other mashal, which is the mashal of the, the, the metaphor of the deer running away, we can't really say that he's running away, because even when he's running away, he's turning his head. Since he doesn't have a body, and not even the image of a body, and the very same Chazal, who say that the Ebeshter is sleeping during the time of Golas, Tell us at the same time, is there sleep in front of God? And so that t- brings us to the idea that everything is paradoxical. Omikra, Mefurish, there's an explicit Pasuk, the same Pasuk that says, Ani Yesheno, or about the Abish, the Ura Lama Sishon, says, Hashem never sleeps. He doesn't, uh, and even doesn't even do- doze off. Shem Yisrael, the guardian of Israel. The Al and that's why he compares him to a deer. Kam kishu yashan, even when he's asleep in the Yorbei Nayachas, he's awake with one eye. Hareyesh bezed dover vihifeichoy, there is over here something and it's opposite. Shehu yashan v'niyar, he's asleep and he's awake. Ve'im hashina hachreches kedeva hashina, if by Hashem sleep would be kind of he gets tired and he falls asleep. That means it's, if sleep would be something that is happening, it's a hechrech. It has to be, not because... Then what? But Adam, if it would be like a person, when a person falls asleep, he's falling asleep with both of his eyes. He can't be awake and asleep at the same time. And how can you have such an eschalkos? To be here and there at the same time. 
Lishan be'en achas to be asleep with one eye, v'nir be'en achas and to be asleep and to be awake with the other eye. Rakshalamaylob above mipneisha be'emes ein shina klalafanov. Since by Hashem in essence there's no there's no shina, that's why. And all these madregas of but yet there is sleep because these are all in the various different manifestations of God. There is a there is a there is an element of sleep. And since he, in essence, is above all these manifestations, so therefore, since he is controlling these manifestations, he can control them to be kind of both in contradiction. That he is retracting and sleeping, and at the same time, present and revealed. Because he, in essence, transcends all these, what we call giluyim, all these revelations of himself. Yachelios, he's able to be. Sheyashan be'enayachas, he's asleep with one eye. Uba'oyseshah, and at the same time, near be'enayachas, he's awake with the other eye. Ve'enze pe'leklal, there's no pe'le at all. It's not a wonder, meaning it could be both. Chenu meram is b'mashal abeizen, the same is also in the second mashal. Ve'gam b'shoshu b'reyachu mistalik. At the very same time that he's escaping and retracting, machzeroy shalachayrav, he's turning his head the other way. This is not an essential istalkus, meaning that in his essence the istalkus is not happening. The istalkus are only happening in the madregos. We have to always differentiate by God between God and divinity. There is divinity, there is the godly, there is the divine levels. Over there, there is that he's extending it or retracting it. But in him himself, there's no such a thing that he's not here. Just like we always say in Hasidus, that when the Tzimtzum Harisham, when we speak about the first Tzimtzum, that the Ebishter contracted and, and hid himself, and then he allowed the world to exist in that vacant, empty space, and Hasidus explains that there is no Chas Fishalim, this is the Teshit of the Baal Shem Tov, that there's no Tzimtzum Chas Fishalim in the Ebishter himself, in the Ma'or, in the luminary. The Tzimtzum is only in the Or Ein Soif, in the light of the Ein Soif, meaning in the expression of him, but not in him himself. Why? Hashem's glory is always filling. Even in the time of Golos, it's He's everywhere. His glory fills the entire earth. It says in a Pasuk, Because really, think about it. On the one hand, we believe but without any shadow of a doubt that the Ebershtan knows every tiny little thought of us. He knows every little thing that's happening. And Bashkacha Pratis, he's really um, guiding and taking and, 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 and every little aspect all the way down to subatomic particles and what's taking place. God is there, fully present, knowing all of creation. At the same time, we say that during the time of Golos, there's like his talkus of Bashkacha Pratis. The Ebershtan is like asleep, retracts, removes. So obviously, like, how, how do we make sense of that? Yeah or no? Here or not? Here, present or not? Aware, involved, meddling with what's going on, or not? So he's saying the whole stalkus is, in essence, it's not shy that he goes away. Then, even even in the giloi, in in the meaning in his more revealed side, which in that there can be an stalkus. But even over there, there is a, it can be a yet and a no at the same time. He can be mystalic and yet be there. What does that mean? So what's the idea of the yastalkas? So he's going to explain in a minute. 
Ksiv, and it says, Anechot Pekuch is a kol ba'ashkocha pratis, with specific divine providence. And Lobar L'Aram, Mezis is coming to tell us, She'yochoi li'oi she'yegilio l'kus l'mata mata k'moi b'zman ha'migdosh, it's possible that there should be godly revelation all the way down, the same like there was in the Beis HaMikdash, Gam B'zman HaGolos, even at the time of Golos. Keshuhu Bayreach when the Ebishter is escaping. Uke'inyan HaMashal Echad B'Shina. You see, in Shina we were talking about Hashkacha, overseeing, not overseeing. But then there, over here we're talking about Divine presence, gilu yelukus, godly revelation. And godly revelation is happening during the time of Golas in the same way like it's happening during the time of the Beis HaMikdash. But in a different way, as we're going to see soon. Sheyashan v'nir ke'echad, just like in the first mashal, where he's sleeping and he's awake at the same time, So how does it work? So first we're going to have to understand this, we turn over the page, to page 58. We first, in order to understand this, let's understand first in the mashal of sleep. The entire sleep that happens by a person. What does sleep mean? What sleep means, if we're translating it a little deeper, it means from the re- that from what was, when a person was awake, revealed, is moving to a concealed state. As we said earlier, all the kochos and nefesh that were actualized in the body, vision, hearing, intellect, and so on and so forth, which were all fully active, fully, fully invested, fully operating, when a person goes to sleep, they all shut down. Now what happens to them? It doesn't mean that the person becomes blind. It doesn't mean that you become deaf. It doesn't mean you lose all these kochos and person, that the person loses his mind. It just means it goes into recession. It goes, it takes a recess, takes a break, which means it goes in from, it leaves the actualized state and it goes back into its potential power. Okay? So, what does that mean? It's moving from gilui to helem, from revealed to concealed. It didn't depart completely, that would be death. It didn't go away completely, it's just that it moved to a hidden state. Like we see, Adam Yashin. When a person speaks nistalik kol chushav hapnimiyim, all of his internal chushim, which are uh, senses that a person has, kariya like seeing, ushmiya and hearing, veloisha nistalik legamri, but it doesn't go away; it doesn't depart completely. Shaharei miyad bahikitzay, the moment you wake him up, doesn't even doesn't even have to reboot like a computer. You know, makes you wait until it like re reboots. See how the Abishta's computer is like so much better than a human computer. We turn our computer on, we have to sit and wait till everything is loading. In a sense, sometimes when you wake up, there is a little bit of a, like, it takes a while to like fully be functional. But still, you're, you're pretty much awake. You're, you're, you can see, you can hear, you can, you, can, you can answer a question, right? As soon as you wake up, they're all in their mitzios, and in their vitality, and in their power. When they, when, during the sleep, they were in a concealed state. And the, that which is revealed was included in the concealed. And even the intellect and the thought. That was shining in a revealed way. Rises above when you're awake. Now when a person is asleep, it ascends upward. In the essence of the power of one's intellect, 
Instead of it being active thinking, it goes into the essential potential power, so to speak, into the essence of this power. Automatically, the eyes close. Why do you need the eyes now? The eyes are the, the eyes are the keli, the physical keli, which right now the the um, the koach went went away from them. So the eye automatically shuts down. The and so too the emotions, the emotions that a person. Why why is it so healthy that we sleep? Really think about it. The Abishta made it that way. He could have made us that we don't have to sleep. It's very very healthy that we sleep because a person gets aggravated, and a person has all kinds of negative emotions. And when we throughout the day things accumulate, you get upset, you have things. And when you go to sleep, you kind of free your heart from all these things. You let go of them, and the, the emotions are able to replenish and go back into the source. When you wake up in the morning, even if you're upset, it's already not the same uh, same in you. It's more like a memory as opposed to that. So this is really healthy. And so is also all the chushim, all the senses of the internal organs. Everything was in a state of. Revelation. All go up to be reabsorbed in the soul. And even the life force that is remaining in the heartbeat of the heart is not so revealed. I don't know the medical element of this. That when a person is asleep, the heartbeat, it doesn't seem that it's so strong. There's a certain, maybe, the, I don't know. I don't know what the, what is, you know, they, today they have the devices that measure when you get into deep sleep. And, I, and it has to do, how are they measuring? They're sensing it through the pulse and through the, so there's a, some kind of a slowdown in the, even, even in the pulse. As it's not, that's what the he means, it's not so begiloy. The gamatnua be'ivarim. And also, so these are the internal powers, like vision, hearing, uh, emotions, intellect. But even the most external power of movement, bodily movement also shuts down because you're not really moving your limbs you're a little stretching here and there but you're not really unless you're restless and you're not really sleeping the gam and also in the movement of the limbs the external ones they're not so revealed when he's sleeping he's not really moving his limbs because in general the power the willpower that activates everything departed there's a power of, of will that, that, that wills everything, that's like the manager, that manages all the powers. That gets, that disconnects. Min gidei hatnua vahergish. From the nerves, what he means. Gidei hatnua, the, 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 um, the blood vessels or the, uh, the nerves, I think that's what it means. Vahergish and the nerves. Bilti galoi, they're not revealed. Afalpisha kol iker hachayas, even though you're alive. Yeshnoi b'metzias komoishu mamish ki yedua. Not like the person is in any less alive. Life is there, the nefesh is there, but it's giloy and its operation, its its operation, its manifestation, all that goes into a suspended state. Okay, into itself. The holes and all of this rak mitzat chibura nefesh. All of this is taking place because the nefesh. Is attached bekli chaymer aguf in the chaymer in the in the in the kalim of a physical body al yedei amtzayis adam because the, the, there is a soul and the soul is making contact to the body through the blood and in this sleep time the question is like this: Do souls in heaven that don't have bodies do they sleep as well? Is there a time of of sleep to a pure soul? 
not. Sleep is the relationship of soul to body. And in this, there is a state where soul is more active and a state where it pulls back. Again, which is the blood of the soul, which comes from the food that the person eats. From the stomach, the, the, the stomach, the food that you ate, causes a vapor, an aid, a kind of a vapor to go up and through the blood. And in that heat, in that vapor, is where the nefesh attaches itself to. That's the meaning of ki adam hu banefesh. That's why when we eat, it increases the blood. And the blood, that's when you feel suddenly strength. In other words, now you have more of that warmth, more of that koyach ruchni, so to speak, from the blood. This is the secret of chibur ruchni tegashmi. How does spiritual, something spiritual connect to something gashmi? So it says it's because of the ruchni shebegashmi. Because in your blood, when the blood is, 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 the blood is physical, but this heat kind of that it, that it develops from the food that it eats creates this, this kind of ruchni shebegashmi, which is able to catch the gashmi shebaruchni, which is the, the lower part of the nefesh, and anchor it down. Um, I think what he's trying to say, let me just translate it, and that causes a a a lack of of revelation of the I think he's associating sleep with eating. Because we know the Gemara says, the Mishnah says that they didn't allow the Kohen Gadol to eat a lot on Erev Yom Kippur, because the Kohen Gadol was not allowed to sleep Yom Kippur by night, lest he become Tameh. So therefore, they watched him, and they didn't allow him to eat a lot, because food makes you sleepy. It, it, uh, after the Lubavitcher Rebetzin passed away, so they brought to the, they, the there was a, uh, so there was no more someone to cook for him. So the women in Crown Heights, there were a few women that were made up a, a rotation, that they would be the provider of meals. So when they provided the meals, and then when the, and, and after you know the meals were kind of taken back, they saw that the kamat didn't eat anything. Mamish, ah. So they, they were worried that maybe he doesn't like their cooking. So they sent in to ask. So the Rebbe said, no, 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 you really must have thanked them. The food is really delicious. Problem is only that if, that if he eats, then it makes, him, it makes you tired, and he doesn't have time to sleep. So that's why. If you don't have time to sleep, so you, don't, you can't afford to eat. So he eats very little, so he didn't have. In any case, oh, so why? So it seems like over here, the process of the nefesh of the of the of the of the food, which causes the nefesh in general to settle into the body, I, I, can, I don't really get why. While that's happening, we know that the one part, the one thing that works best when we're sleeping is di- is digestion, and that is stronger. But while that's happening, it's causing a Lack of connection, so to speak, of the. That's what he says. But which is the more the higher powers. Okay. and therefore So the mashal of sleep is also based on this. Now we can understand how we can speak about Hashem also being asleep, because the world. The, all the olamos, all the worlds are considered like a huge body. And, the, and Hashem is like the neshama, ma, it's a, it's a medrash. Where the medrash says, ma ha neshama, ma just like a neshama fills the body. 
so too Hashem fills the world like a soul in the body. Now came by Marshal the Shinagam Namayla. Bebchinas Adam Elyon and the supernal man, Shein like Guf, who really essentially doesn't have a body. But since it says, even though we say on Hashem that he doesn't have a body, yet it does say in the Merkava, when Yecheskel Hanavi saw the chariot, what does it say? That on the Merkava, on the, on the Kisei, on the Merkava, on the chariot, he saw a Kisei, a throne. And on the throne, he saw an image of a man. And that's obviously the, the fact that we're speaking of an image, which is the element of the sphero, the attributes, and they're considered the body. Okay? And these kalim, these are the ten spheres of the world of emanation, just like they were emanated, so they were emanated to be lights and vessels, containers, obviously not physical containers, but yet something that's called a keli, as it says, Chachma, the power of the Ebershtu's wisdom, is considered the moach, it's considered the brain. That's why it's called like an image of a man. That's what we say about God. We use kind of metaphors. By Hashem, we use metaphors. Vayar Hashem, that Hashem saw. Vayishma, that Hashem heard. Omed, or that Hashem is standing. Yoshev, that Hashem is sitting. It all has to do with this uh, connection, with this um, relationship of the Oros being coming down into the Kalim. And over here there's two stages. When Hashem is fully manifesting in the Kalim, it's considered like He's awake. And when Hashem departs from the vessels, from the Kalim, when the Oros are nostalgic back into their source, that's called, it's called sleep. And in truth, that Omru Chazal ever said, the Pasuk says, You haven't seen any Tumuna. You see, no, he's showing the paradox in the Indian that we're saying, Yecheskel sees the Merkava and he sees the Muskamara Adam. Yet Hashem says, You didn't see a Tumuna. So is there a Tumuna or there isn't a Tumuna? Tumuna means an image. Is there an image or there's not an image? The Gambi Indian, And even in the level of, and you can answer simply, you can say, in essence, there's no Tumuna. But once he lowers himself down in the Oros Vikalim, in the Kalim, in Atzilus, over there there is a Tumuna. There there is an image. There is an Adam. But even in the level of Oros Vikalim, we know it's not real and not a real. Hare Omar, it's Chazat, the, 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 the Kabbalists say, in Pasach Zohar, it says, Chakim v'loi b'chachma yediyah. Even though it's chachma, it's not with a knowable chachma. It's not with any kind of definable chachma that it should really be uh, something of a metzius of chachma, as we say, v'lav mekol ilon midos klal. He's not of any of these midos. Kanal ukemoshikasev, as it says, kiloy adamu. He's not an adam. Avo, however, mitzad bechinas eslapshus oyres bekelim. There is a bechina. There is a place where he is mislabish mamish in the kelim. Shuhu kedimyan adam lamata. So there it is compared to an adam to a person down here below. Like it says, Nasa Adam Bitsalmenu. You see clearly, Hashem says, Let us create man in our image. So he's saying that he has an image, whatever that is. Al Zayipoil, on this level, where Hashem is manifesting in the spheros and Mamish in Kalim, over there we can give Mashal Mintoyare Adam. We can give examples from the way we imagine man. 
Korea, like seeing, or shmia, and hearing, and also sleeping, as we'll see, Kiyadua. The Imkain, and if so, Yipil Gamkain Lashen Shina, it is applicable to use the term sleeping. Kumai Ura Lama Sishan Hashem, like we say, awake while you're sleeping, God, the Kahai Afapi, even though Sheba Emes, in truth. Mitzat Atzmas Amatzal, because of the essence of the emanator. She'ein Nebibchenes Oyres Vekelim Klal, he's not, he doesn't have any Oyres and Kelim. Loi Shayach Pchenashina Klal, it's not Shayach to say sleep. She'ein Sibes Hashina Lamata, Rak, Mitzat Heder Chibur Oyres Vekelim. When is there sleep? Only when the Oros are not exactly attaching to the Kelim, like we spoke earlier about human sleep. Like when we say, when our intellect is not registering in our brain when we're sleeping. And therefore, to God Himself, since the Abishter is way above this whole progression of, of, of chain like progression of Oros going down into Kalim the Chachma of wisdom or Midos, intellect and emotions. Ukamoisha Amar, like it says, Lav Mikol Inan Midas Klal, that the Abishta doesn't have any Midos. Afilu Behelem, like we spoke earlier in the Mimer, like we said last week, that Hashem doesn't even have these Midos. In a concealed state, He doesn't have that. He is completely, completely, completely removed from any of these things. Kanal Behelem Vigilu Shavin, we said earlier that by Him, the hidden and the concealed are both equal, that they're both by choice, and not essential on him. If so, In the Ebershter himself, it's not, the whole thing doesn't relate at all. That you should say that the, what was once revealed went to conceal, because by him there's no revealed and there's no concealed in his essence. Ma'achar the mushla legamri, since he is completely removed, mikol inun midos from any of these midos, the pchenas adam of adam, the helem vigilu shavin, and therefore by him, helem concealed and revealed are both equal because he transcends both of them. The zau shamer azal, that's why Chazal say, v'chiyashina lefnei amakoyim, is there sleep in front of God? Al came therefore yochen and koyin gadol. That's why yochen and koyin gadol got upset. In the base of Migdash, there was a group of people who used to all the time cry out, and part of their things were, they used to cry out, and they used to say, Ura Lama Sishan. And they were called the Ma'orerim. They were called the, the, the Vekers, the Wakers. They were, they were a group of Wakers. Their job was to wake God up. I don't know what it took to get into their club, to be part of the, 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 the waking club. But that was, they were called the Ma'orerim because Ma'orer means to wake up. They were the ones who used to cry out, Ura lama sishan, Hashem. And Rabbi Yochan, and Yochan and Kohen Gadol said, he put an end to it. And he said, no more ura lama sishan. Why? Because he said, because he said, does the Abish to sleep? There's no sleep. In other words, he was referring to Atzmus, to the levels that are where it's not Shaykh. He doesn't doze off and he doesn't sleep. And it says also above, the lays givinen, the machasen al on the Abishta's eyes, there's no eyelashes. I mean, there's no eye, whatever, givinen, givinen or eye, eye, what is it? Eyelids, sorry. There's no eyelids that are covering the eyes. That means the eyes are always open. Which means, deeper than that means, not shaykh by him in estalkos. And this is the idea, there's a watchful eye that's not sleeping. Klau. Kamoyet says, The eye of God is to those who fear him. The the gam sheyesh pchenas ayin shu keli 
Even though there is an eye that's a keli to the light. And even though he's not sleeping. What he's saying like this is, even after Luchura, yeah or no, it seems like this. Even after the Eberster contracts himself and lowers himself down into Seder Rishtal that does not mean that the Pechina that used to be above Seder Rishtal Shalos doesn't exist anymore. It's not like that once God lowers himself down to be in the spherotic aspect, that he is no more above the spheres. He is simultaneously both above it and within it. In the Pechinas of within, there can be an Indian of sleep. But at but in him himself, as he is, even while there is an eye, there is the Indian of Lo Yonim Lo Yishim. Even after the Hislapshos of the Oiris Bikelim, Bibchenas Adam the Atzilos Kenal. In the Adam of Atzilos, as we spoke earlier, he doesn't sleep. Since he's essentially above the level of Adam, canal v'dayla maven. What it seems like he's saying, again, it's hard to get it completely, but it seems like he's saying that you can't really make over here almost like two gods. Chas there is, there is, There is him, and there is Eiris Bekele. It's one Eberster. And therefore, the fact that he be'etzem is above it all impacts even the Eiris that are in the Kalim, that even in where there is Iris the Kalim, it's Loyanum, Veloyishan, he doesn't sleep. But if so, why are we saying, yeah, Yishan? So the, that's the Chiddush. The Chiddush is that even though in, a, in an appearance to us, there is an Indian of sleeping, because there definitely is a difference of the time when the Beis Amigdash was standing or the miracles were happening and so on and so forth, to the time of Gullahs, where there is to us an Indian of sleep, yet there is no sleep. We're even in Ishtalshalas. You can't say on an Atmos there is no sleep. Because of the Khatkhina, he's not an Adam that should be sleeping. You have to say in the Bechina where there is sleep, where it's applicable to be able to apply the concept of sleep, since this is not an essential state in God, it's only a willful restriction that he restricted and 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 lim- it's a self-imposed limitation. So therefore, even when he's in it, he's really above it. That's, that's Luchur of the Indian. See, any time there is an, a, 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 a limitation on a person which he himself is bringing upon himself, he's really free and he's not really stuck in that limitation. That's what I'm getting. That's what I think he's saying. Or according to the Sarei Muvan, Sheyesh Khan, there is over here, Kamoi Dover Ve'efechoi. There is over here something, as again, as there's a paradoxical idea, in one place. Even at the time that he's in a sleep, because of the islapshus of the oiris in the kalim, he's not sleeping. Because in essential, even when he is Adam, he's above Adam. This is what it says, God is the place of the world. Which means he is the source of all space. Which means he's the source of Seder Rishtal Shalos. Or else he couldn't be the source of space. But at the same time, it's not capturing him. He's, he's not limited by that very self-limitation that he limited himself to. Chazal also say, Chazal say an interesting thing, that God grasps all worlds. 
He grasps them all. The lace on the toughest bay, but no one has a grasp on him. Klau. Mishum the Esesphiroi's because by the Abishter, Mishum the Esesphiroi's Belima, because the ten spheroids themselves, which are called Belima, they don't have any substance. Bchenas Helem Vigiloi the Esser Sphiroi's Bekelem, the concealed and the revealed of these ten spheroids, Shavin Mamish Legabayat Smusay, are both equal by Hashem. Remember that I spoke about in the beginning of the class, that by the Abishter, the concealed state, in other words, what are you saying when someone is sleeping? When you're saying they're sleeping is the revealed kochos are going back up into the essential kochos. But by the Ebeshter, the essential kochos are also not that he has them essentially. He wants them. And because he wants them to him, revealed and concealed are totally, so he's completely in control, in control over them. And you can't say that when the revealed goes into the concealed, that's just the way it is. Now, the revealed can go into the concealed, and at the same time, the concealed can be in the revealed. And what happened? That because he's, again, it's, hard, it's impossible, I don't know if it's impossible, at least for me it's impossible, to, to, to figure out really, really what he's saying, just we get the, but we get the idea. So, al ken yachaliyaz dava v'hifeichai, there can be an opposite, gam b'hishtalshalos dehelen v'giloi, even in the hishtalshalos of concealed and revealed, imen ha'goloi nasehelem kishina, if while um, from the revealed becomes concealed, which does happen in Golos, certain godly things that used to be revealed in the Beis Amigdash are not here anymore. So what was once revealed went into a state of concealment. But at the same time, at the same time that hidden things became revealed, sorry, revealed things became hidden, went back in a hidden state, Hidden things are revealed. When? He's going to explain that in the middle. See, in a moment, he's going to get to the point of what, are we, what does this mean? All we, think, all we think there is taking place in Golos is what? Only concealment. But he says no. He's going to show that. He's going to prove that in a minute. And from the concealed becomes revealed. Like miracles. Like Kriyas Yamsuf. Hakol shovel of fun of it's all equal before him. No, soon he's going to say that. Okay, he's saying by the Abishter to take a concealed, a, a revealed to the concealed, or to take from the concealed to the revealed are absolutely equal to him, and therefore taking from the hidden to the revealed is what happens by a miracle. Because what's going on by a miracle? Higher powers. What's going on in a miracle? In a miracle, you have a certain natural order, which is the way the system is set up. When a miracle happens, what does that mean? It means that higher levels, deeper levels of the of the of the of, of the Abishter that are not limited in any of these limitations are now showing themselves. And that's why the miracle happens. That means a miracle is the concealed coming to the revealed. But by the Abishter, these two are equal and they can happen simultaneously. Um, that in the sleep itself, where the goloi, where the revealed becomes concealed, can be in that Indian itself. The total opposite, that from the concealed can be revealed. Which is not sleeping with the maven. What does that mean? And this is so beautiful. The proof to this. 
we see an unbelievable Dvar Pele. Dvar Pele means a wondrous thing. Mibez mine misim is that there's two types of, of miracles and wonders that happen in the world. Echad one, begiloy minahelem the esospheres. One is when the miracles happen in a very revealed, earth-shattering way. That means that the Eser Spheros, deep, hidden aspects of these, of the ten Spheros, are revealing themselves out in the open. Kenisim Damakas Mitzrayim, like the miracles of the plagues in Egypt, Ukriyas Yamsov, and the splitting of the sea, Ukahaygam, and the like. Shezebom milmaila minagiloi do'eroiz vekelem. This is coming from a place that's higher than the ordinary giloy of oirois and kalim, lights and vessels, because the ordinary giloy of oirois and kalim is the foundation of nature, of, of our natural order. This is a system. Because the oir goes through all these kalim and so on and so forth, this is the inner wiring of the world being the way it is, that, blo- that water is water and, uh, and, and, and dry land is dry land and so on and so forth. Then comes Kriyas Yamsuf, where Hafach Yamli Abasha, where the dry land, where the Yam becomes dry. So something is happening. That means that something from beyond the ordinary order is revealing itself. So this is coming higher than Agili the Oiris became. In other words, from Sasum, from the concealed becomes Gali. That is, Hafach Yamli Abasha, that the Yam becomes Yabasha. And that's like the quintessential miracle. Because in that miracle, of the sea becoming dry land, it expresses the idea of all miracles. It's the signature miracle. Why is it the signature miracle? Because what's the idea of a, of a miracle? The idea of a miracle is that something hidden in God that's not part of the system revealed itself. Well, what's the definition of Kriyas Yamsuf? That the hidden waters, the place, the ocean, which is a hidden place, suddenly opened up and it revealed itself. So if you want to know what's the classic miracle, the one classic miracle, that's the, if the Abishter is like going to show his like real cool miracle, that expresses all miracles, that's the splitting of the sea. Because the definition of that miracle is miracle. Is that the concealment becomes revealed. Okay, but, okay that we get. That's miracles. But that's not such a Dvar Pele. The real Dvar Pele is the second Vabez. What's the second? Miracles that kind of happen, but they're camouflaged in nature. And what he's saying is, it's not nature. There is something stunningly miraculous that took place. And yet, it is, the world is like going, it's like unnoticed, unless you're, you're a person who's looking for it and want to see it. And then you see like, wow, it's unbelievable. And he gives an example, the time of exile, that the Abishta has pain during all the pain that we have. The Abishta does exquisite miracles. Literally the same like Yetzias Mitzrayim, he's turning over. But to me, it's clear that this, 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 this previous election, I still don't know what's going on because everybody is still confused. About every day, it's a new story. But it's a new story. I think President Trump just said today, uh, they caught him, they, today they put it out on, on, on one of the, um, in, in the Washington Post or something, about, about, about him talking, threatening the, um, 
the, 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 the president of Mexico. He was threatening the president of Mexico on his phone call. And he was telling him that you're responsible for all the drugs and whatever, this and that in this country. And he's really yelling at him that he has to rein in his people. And he said, you know, I won the vote in New Hampshire. You know why I won by New Hampshire? Because, because it's infested with drugs and so on and so forth. And that's why I won the vote because it, then they're saying on the news that he never won the vote in New Hampshire. Or something like that. <laughs> it's like... It's like ridiculous. You're like wonder, like, how in the world did this happen? And every and yet, like the, it's clear that the Abishta put this in there because completely to save the Jewish people from this Obama administration that would have gone into Hillary Clinton. Who knows what would have happened in Israel with all, all the, under all those pressure? We see where the world is building up and the whole the the, the, the European Mamish the Abishta made in it. How this is leading into Mashiach is a whole different other story. But even without that. Even if we're looking at this as another saving of the Abishter of the Jewish people during the time of Golas, this is Nisim Kiluim. But take a look at the miracle. You have to get all... How does an election work? You have to get millions of people to make a choice. That's like meddling in kind of in the Bechira Chavshis, in the sanity of people. And people go on the vote. I'm not saying the other... It's not that the other, the other, the other candidate was more appealing to us, but I'm saying... How did he get there from all the Republican candidates? Is that the Abishter made... To me, it's clear. He's what he's talking about. A, a, such a miracle that doesn't make any sense. B'derach hateva doesn't. There's nothing. It's just, just complete. Rakshem lubashim umustarim ma'oid b'darke hateva. They are enclosed and hidden very much in a way that in in in, in nature. Kenes ta'achashverish. He's talking about taka politics, like the nes of achashverish. And taka, if you're looking for a person who reflects, who exhibits all the characteristics of achashverish, it's taka Donald Trump. He has all those characteristics of him, of, of that moodiness and that kreya, you know, and, and, and every day different, right? Like it says, our, it says, our miracles, we don't see it. But it's not that there's no miracles. There is, we don't see it in a revealed way. All the details of the of the, of the divine, of Atzilus, Nimshach is drawn b'chol pratis enyanim in all the details b'olam esal yoyinim v'atachtoyinim in the upper worlds and in the lower worlds in all politics and in all aspects of the world the Eberster is guiding and present in all k'moshakasav like it says e'nai Hashem eshoitetois his eyes are scanning everything e'nechot pekuchois your eyes are awake m'shamayim hibit Hashem from from the heavens God looks down ra hishgiach he's looking maven al kol meseem meseem he's maven he understands all their actions uluchurezel kedavar vehefechoi it's like a thing and it's opposite dem amashalu kamoishina if the mashal is like sleep shegamatnuah what happens when a person is sleeping even the most external limbs even the most external movements don't work everything the body is like so luchura it should be like in terms that it should be like Hashem totally out, and then what's happening when you're asleep? When a person's asleep, crazy things are going on because the mind is not watching. So you have all these ridiculous dreams that are insane, that are taking over. In Golos, when the to departs, you have kind of the, 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 the powers of the Sitra Achra, the powers of the other side, that Chas V'Sholem are running rampage, bringing devastation and destruction, persecution to the Jewish people. It seems, right? This chas v'shalom happens. 
Yet at the same, so there is a shina, there is a nostalgus. Yet at the same time, he's playing with all these forces and he's there and everything. And as they ha- it seems like there are these rampage powers that are running their thing, but yet the Eivishter is fully there and con- tweaking it, controlling it, and directing it completely, even as he is sleeping. So it's a yet and a no at the same time. How much more so the emotions of the heart, the seichel and the intellect, and thought. So we have to say also above by, uh, by the supernal man, by the man of Atzilus, that he is in a state of sleep. We have to say that the Abishter above is also in a state of shrinking of his mind and his midos and his emotions very much. That means God is in a complete state, so to speak, of his talkus, of, of contraction. All the way down into the Abishter's directing of light, into the kalim and external vessels and limbs, like chesed, the right arm, the Abishter's midos go down, right? All the way down to the external, what, what's the difference between the internal organs and the external organs? The internal organs are the Abishter's, are the, are the spheros up there in Atzilus. The external organs of God is, so to speak, Hashem's ext- actions down in the actual practical world. And we know that what? That the entire human being is asleep. Internally there is a departure. And externally as well. There is no guidance of the mind to guide the movements of the limbs. And it's shut down. So it would seem like Hashem should not be in the, in the outer layer of the body, which is the physical world, controlling the, the, uh, the movements of nations and all, the, all that's happening global. Uh, or, or whatever is happening in the world. And that's why Taka in the time of Golis, it seems like Hashem is not discriminating. You don't see openly that there is, that there is a hashpa only to the Jewish people. You see that Hashem is giving equal to everybody. And you have many powerful nations, they're all, because that's what happens when you sleep. You, can't, you don't have the, the filtering, the filter and the screening and the mindfulness to direct your energy in a, in a useful way. So in Golis we see that. We see that to the onlooker from the outside, it seems like the world is a Hefkervelt. Ah, but when you, a Hefkervelt means a total jungle. But yet, if you look a little deeper, you see it's not a jungle at all. In the midst of this external appearance of complete abandonment, he's so there doing everything, doing miracles all the time. It's unbelievable. The Zeo Gamken is also the reason we don't see our miracles. There's a great concealment in clothed in nature. Why do we see totally the opposite? That there is godly revelation also down, down. All the specifics of divine providence. Of the godliness of the world of Atsilus. Bibiya is fully present in Bria, Yetzir, and Asiya, in the three nether worlds. Bob it's fully there. Venikra and Hashem is still called Shoifet Kala Aretz. 
the ruler of the entire world. We say the king is, is ruling and governing everything. We have to say that both are true. They're not an opposite. To God Himself, they're not opposites. Because the concealed and the revealed, He's above them both. So therefore, He can do them both at the same time. The hell and vigilo mamish, concealed and revealed are equal totally in front of him. There's no difference to him between what is revealed becomes concealed, which means where we once saw God overseeing the 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 the, the, the hashpa of the world, that goes into concealment like a sleeping. But at the same time, miracles are happening. Like a sleep where there is a contraction of the mochin, a shrinking of the mind. And at the very same time, that which is concealed becomes revealed. When you have miracles, the Yetzirah Mitzrayim, as great, and of, of that great magnitude of as Yetzirah Mitzrayim, as going out of Egypt, yet it's in a way that is like, it's within this natural order. It's kind of hidden in the world. Or like when the Abish is revealing himself by Matan Torah. And like you see also that during the time of Golis, you also have tzaddikim, who have the greatest revelations from God. Even while it's Golis. You have tzaddikim like the Baal Shem Tov, like the Arizal. Or like you see, like Matan Torah is happening. The Ebeshter is the place of the world, but the world is not tap, t- taking him. Two opposites at the same time. And it is, eno- it is enough to someone who understands. And this is the, the, the analogy. The tzvi of a deer. And when he's asleep, with one eye, who near he is awake in the other eye. Even though the deer, is the deer sleeping or the deer is not sleeping? <laughs> Can you pull one off on the deer or not? When you try to come close to a deer when he's sleeping, he knows you're coming. Why? Because one eye is awake. But he's also sleeping. Because if he wouldn't sleep, he couldn't live. See, he's sleeping. But at the same time, he's awake. And why did the Abish to make a dare that way? Because God wanted us to give us a tangible example. God made the deer be in this, to be able to sleep and not sleep at the same time, because it's reflecting something of the divine. That's why I always love deer. That's why deer is so appealing. There's something about the deer. And you see, every time a deer is leaving you, it's always turning its back, it's running. That's the second muscle we're going to see soon. And this is what's indicating, hinting to and and indicating that the idea of sleep with the revealed goes into the concealed. And that which is awake. What does awake mean? That which is concealed becomes revealed. They can both be at the same time. We said earlier, he doesn't sleep. Now we go to Perig Vav. We, we, we do Perig Vav. Perig Vav. Ah. This is also the second marshal. But the second marshal is not in regards to God's hashkacha. See, the first marshal is about the eyes. What is eyes symbolic of? What's the eye symbolic of? His oversight. When you, he's, is he observing or not observing? On the one end, he's asleep, so it looks like he's not observing, and the world is just a jungle. And all kinds of horrible things happen. And people wonder, how, can God, how could God have allowed that to happen? 
when people ask the question. So it's as if he's not here. And like he's like, he's like or, and at the very same time, the be, one day at the end of the exile, and we're going to look back at the Gauls, even today already we can see all the miracles that happened for the Jewish people during the time of that, that we survived. We couldn't have survived without constant miracles. But we don't even know those miracles. Because those miracles are in, that's the muscle of his eye. The second muscle of, of a deer is not regards to his hashgacha, his oversight and, and providence. It's not about the Abishta's providence, but it's about the Abishta's presence. In the Beis Amigdash, God lived in the Beis Amigdash. Now we say what happened during the time of Golas, the Abishta salakli edoli went away. But at the same time, he's going to explain the Abishta is completely there every time a Jew is doing a mitzvah. The same way he was in the Beis Amigdash. So he's not here and he's here at the same time. He's so not here, yet he's so here. And he's going to explain that it doesn't make a difference where the Jew is at. This is so beautiful. The only reason I taught this Mimer is for Sif Peregvav. This is Gavali. And where he explains how the Abishter is so, so there, even when a person is so tummy and so filthy and so fachazet with all kinds, and that he, that he, he there can't be any godly revelation, but when he puts on tefillin, the Abishter is fully there. When he's doing a mitzvah, the Abishter is fully there in it. He's departing and yet he's there at the same time. It's unbelievable. The second marshal. The matzvi kishuhu bayreach, just like a tzvi when he's escaping canal. The bays mashalim oilam the signa nechod, both mashalim arrive to the same thing. Achine, marshal, zeha bays medamber, the second marshal is speaking on a higher level. It's not speaking about the Abishter's vision, his providence, it's speaking about God himself. Speaking on a higher level, it's also talking about a higher level in the Abishter. Here we're talking about the two levels of the spheros, the attributes, the hidden attributes, the revealed attributes. Here we're talking about Atzmus himself. Because in the deer, we're comparing God, the Abishter is compared to the deer. The vision is, see, a person's vision is a person's koach, it's one of your kochos. It's a koach. In Koyachariya, there's two madregas. There's the Koyachariya when it's concealed, and the Koyachariya, the power of vision when it's revealed. And we're saying that the Abishter, because he's above them both, he can make the, his providence be completely concealed, and at the same time make his most concealed providence be completely revealed, which means miracles can happen. But that's all in his providence in a Koach. The Eser Spheros, exist in two stages, Genuzois and Geluyois, and the Abishta can manipulate them both, so to speak, at the same time, because he's above them both. But now he's talking something deeper. He's talking about, the second example is not talking about a function of the deer, it's talking about the deer himself. Where is the deer? He's here and not here. Ah, we're talking about the nefesh itself. In the marshal, it's referring to God himself, not his providence. And that the Abishta can be and not be at the same time. And how it's great. She'ein emiramis because it's on a higher level. Because miyos mashal yoshem bein achas. She'ein emiramis because the the mashal of the eye is rak be'inyan beis madregos. That's talking about the two levels of the hell and the giloi, the esses spheroids of the concealed and the revealed of the ten spheroids. She'kol ze achar atzimtzum ha'achas. All of this is taking place after the first symptom, which means after the pchinas makam after there's a concealment on Atzmus, on Hashem Himself, 
or not on the on the, on the orange sulf, on the initial orange sulf, Hashem conceals that completely. The and he creates this empty space. There he brings in. What does he do in that empty space? He he carves out into himself, so to speak, these ten spheres, these esospheres agnusos, or at least remember last week we said there's two levels in esospheres agnusos, but okay. at least the second level. Where the, where the Gniza, the hidden spheroids, are a potential for the revealed ones. I'm not going to get into that again, but Akaponim, we're dealing with spheros and attributes. This mushal, the Tzvi Keshu Bayreach of the deer when he's running away, Medaber, he's speaking about is speaking about the Helem and the Giloy of the essence of God Himself. Shahu inyan anal, which is the idea we said, the end of action is what arises. We're dealing with higher. In other words, the Abishta's attachment to the Jewish people from a level higher than all these Hishtalshalas. The place where we say Jews are above it all. So in that place, the Abishter kind of is present and not present with us. There is a yet and a no together happening at the same time. From a, from a deeper place of the, of the attributes. We said earlier that there's two types of tzimtzum. Number one is tzimtzum atzmusai, the fact that God contracts himself. Leois helem, helem the esesphiroi's the first, the first symptom is the no one symptom is his symptom to emerge the ten spheroids, both levels, the revealed potential spheroids and then the actual spheroids. That was what he's calling over here. The first symptom is what he when we, last week we learned it, it. He called it the second symptom. He's working his way from the lower to higher. That symptom where the Abish to contract to create spheroids that are going to be a source for the revealed spherot. Remember last week we spoke that in the concealed spherot themselves, there's two levels. One level of concealment where they're potential for the actual spheroids. And that's what we've been discussing in the last peric, revealed and concealed. And then we there is a higher level than that, and that is that he has ten spheros inside of him that will never ever even be a potential for revealed spheros. It's just, we have to say that's in, in him because if it would not be in him, then it couldn't exist later. But it, they're not, they're not the, the, the potential even for the spheros. Okay? Last week I gave a silly example from a lottery where the, the action of buying it is not the cause for you winning it. But one thing is for sure, if you hadn't gotten it, then you cannot not, you can, it cannot be that you want it. And you only can win it if you actually got it. Even though the act of buying it is not in any way a shorish to the winning it because a gazillion people buy it and they don't win it. So it but yet, so I don't know if that's an accurate marshal, but that was uh, an Indian that, uh, that related to me, I'll say. In any case, uh, and I hope when I give a marshal in Hasidus about a lottery and this and that, I'll take a win it. And then, okay. Vabez and the second one is, but be- before that is Tzimtzum HaRishon that the Ebeshta has his initial Tzimtzum Shalifnei Machshava HaKaduma before even the first Machshava which is the creating these Esosphiris HaKaduma HaGnuzit B'Matzilon he said that too required a Tzimtzum Kanao 
And the Jewish people are Ola in this first symptom or even higher. Last week at the end of the year, we were struggling a little bit in which Madrega, but okay. Not in Torah, at the time of the giving of the Torah, it says, but the time of Matan Torah is saying there was godly, the Abishter himself from his most hidden state before any Tzimtzum, Anochi, Hashem himself, as he's higher than all Tzimtzumim, revealed himself to us down here. This concealment, which is even prior to the first Tzimtzum, the Anochi Misha Anochi, Atzmos himself, came down. The cold steaman, the concealed of all concealed, the lace machshava tfisa bay cloud, there that there is no machshava that can grasp him at all. As we spoke earlier, even the first machshava of creation has no grasp in what's preceding it in Atmos. This is called the revelation of the light of the essence of the Ain Soif. And this giloi, where was it revealed? Down here, mamish to us. In the lowest part of Seder Ishtal Shalos, it was revealed. Because in the Ten Commandments, this was revealed. How far did God reveal? What he's saying over here is that this is much more than everything we spoke in last parak. In last parak, we're talking about that the concealed spherot are revealing themselves in revealed and bringing miracles. What was the essence, the more powerful essence of the attributes are now emerging out and creating miracles. This is so much deeper because it's not spheroids that are being revealed. It's the oiring soif that's higher, higher than even these ten spheroids in their most sublime place even before that. And where is he revealing himself, Atmos, In the revealed part of the Torah. In what? In laws that are so practical and worldly. Yeah, in the laws of do honor your father and your mother. In the law of do not, not envy your, 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 your neighbor's donkey. And in there, Atmos himself is revealing himself. It's unbelievable. And to who? Who heard it? He spoke and he revealed himself to who? To the souls of Israel. But not when the souls are somewhere in some sublime hilltop in Gan Eden. But when the Nishamas are begufim in bodies, how do you know that? Because after Hashem spoke, our soul flew out of our body because it couldn't handle it. But yet, when we heard it, we were in bodies. If the revelation would not have been to our soul and our body, that means if you would think that the revelation was happening to some, here's the thing if you would think that the revelation was happening to our our sublime souls up there, then why did the Nishama in the body? escape. It's because the neshama, while it's in the body, felt it, and therefore it, it flew out of the body. The Yeduat is known, the Yisrael Sha'amdu Bahar Sinai. Oh, but what happened? What happened as a result of this powerful revelation? What happened was, we became tzaddikim. God himself now suddenly is all ra, all negativity, all evil, that even the most even the most subtlest of subtlest of, neg- of impurity suddenly left them. Because you encountered God. And God is revealed in your body. But Yisrael, this was the ultimate purifier. The Yisrael Sha'amdu Bahar Sinai, when Yidin stood in our Sinai, Pascha Mehem Zoyamasam, Shalmachash, the Shmutz, the filth, the, the, the pollution, the contamination of the initial snake, 
hakadmoini of the of the primor of the early snake. The Jewish people were elevated then to be like Adamarishan, began Eden and Ganeden, before the sin. We went back to being before the sin. Al Cain, therefore, we know we were freed from death. We were free from death. I spoke about this last night by the shear that I gave on Mashiach in, in Pico, that 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 the Ramban's Shita is, Nachmanadi's Shita is, that. That, that, that when Mashiach comes, we go, we're all going to go back to Adam Arishim before the sin and there's no death. And similar to that, it was by when by Harsina. Like it's going to be Lasad Lavi. Taka brings it over here. But we didn't stay by this place. After that, we lost it. The sin of the eagle, the sin of the golden calf, kill kill. It, it damaged it. It threw us back to be under the effects of the tree of knowledge, of good and bad, it brought us back under the klipa. Kidu as it is known. Oh, which, however, here's the thing. But, the way he, again, this is the period, the way he's explaining it. What does he mean, v'hainu soif ma'isa? Soif kol soif, it seems like, had we remained in this lofty state, in a place where we don't have to extract good from bad because there's no more bad in us, then we couldn't be fulfilling the ultimate purpose of creation. So it seemed like basically he's saying that we had to sin. We had to sin. It, it, there's no other way. We had to make the eagle. That's why the whole thing is a libel. The whole thing is a libel. Why is it a libel? Because <laughs> for the Abish to have his tainug of soif ma'iseb ma'chshavatchila, the end of action, we ha- what's the end of action? That we, gr- we work our way with good and bad, and we, we make the choices from amidst the struggle. Right. That arose in the Abishta's initial thought. However, oh, so that's where we fell back into it. But Al Kaponim, what do you see? That when the Abishta's revelation, when God did reveal himself to us down here, it brought us to a state of absolute purity, holiness. Because where he is, there is no there is no evil. Great. But there is even a bigger miracle than that. A much bigger miracle than that. The bigger, bigger, bigger miracle is when he is fully when when God's essence is revealed in us while we are impure and we remain impure, and yet he's fully revealed inside of us. That's a far greater miracle, and that's the miracle of exile, not the miracle of it's one thing, okay, God's revealed. Because remember what, he's, what is he showing the whole time? The paradox. The paradox. You see, but by the time, by the time of um, uh, um, Matan Torah, even though it's an impossible thing to say that God himself reveals himself to, to, to human bodies, that itself is a paradox, but not the ultimate paradox. Because over there, yeah, okay, it's revelation. God is revealed. Here the Nakuda is that the Abishter can be fully revealed and yet a total contradiction. Because you have, the person is still tummy. The person is still impure. And yet there is revelation. What do you mean there's revelation? He's going to explain that while you're doing a mitzvah, you're actually in the same exact holiness that the Jews stood at Har Sinai. It's just it's unknown to us. But we're in the same holiness. The same revelation of Atzimus Simahus is taking place inside of us. Let's see that. The total opposite. is now in the time of exile. Sheknesses Yisrael nisrachku ma'oid. 
the Jewish people became very distant from the continents of the face of the king, from, the, from, from being in front of the Ebishter, and they are filthy, in their, in their, in their tumah, in their defilement, through sins, they are under the impurity and the darkness of the ten crowns of Kalipa. In Kabbalah, is that instead of us being in the ten spheros, the holy attributes, we're under the ten crowns of Kalipas Noiga. Which this Kalipa, Chas Veshalem, Soivivam, is encircling them. Mikol Tzad, from every side. It's like we're completely swallowed up, Chas Veshalem, in Kalipa. And like it says, and what does that do? And what does that do? Like it says in the passage, with your in your sins, your mother got sent away. Begolos, that means the Shechina got sent away. Begolos to Ayin Sarim in the exile of the seventy nations. The Itza Israchekam Ebayla, the wife became distant from her husband. The opposite of the Abishta being present, because we go into Tuma and the Abishta can't be in Tuma. He can't be there. Lo Yigrachara, he can't. And what did God do? Hey, what's going on? Her husband, the parts, higher and higher. He goes up into himself. In the example of the marshal, the tzvi of the deer, when he's escaping. Notwithstanding all of that, here's the crazy thing. As the deer is running away, the deer is turning his back. He's still here. Had a call a Torah all the Torah and all the mitzvahs. Hey, gam ata. It's not like there's no more Torah and mitzvahs during the time of what's a what's a mitzvah? A mitzvah is the channel through which Atzmus, God Himself, is revealing Himself in your hand, in your body, in your brain. Hem gam ata And during the time of Golas, it's not like mitzvahs suddenly are deactivated. We can say the mitzvahs are deactivated. You're doing a mitzvah. You're like, no, no, no. They're just as potent as they always were. Hey, magam atom miluboshim. They're enclosed. Uboim lamata. And they come down. Bidvarim gashmim. Into the material world. The doimim of the inanimate. So meach of the plant. Chai. And of the animal. Chulu. Kamoi be mitzvah tzvillin. Like in the mitzvah of tzvillin. Vitzitzis and tzitzis. Vesukah and sukkah. Kai gan and the like. Vem pnimi yisritzaynoi. So they are the innermost of the abishtas rotsin. These are the essential lights and revelations of Anochi himself. The concealed of all concealments are now. The Anochi, because we know that Anochi, Shoresh is the root, Ramach Mitzvah Saseh, of the 248 Mitzvahs in the Altar says, they come from it. Gashmim, Kidu, no, no, he doesn't say that, he says it by Ava, that Ava is the source for Mimenehem Mshachas. But I'll call upon him, Anoichi is the source for all 248 commandments. That means in every Mitzvah you're doing, you're capturing the Anoichi. Va'anu Oimrim, and we also say, Udvarov Chayim Vikayamim. His Mitzvahs, his words, are alive and sustained. That means the mitzvahs didn't get any weaker just because we're in Golos Canal. The gam atodvarev. Even now, his words, shebiyud hadibrois, that is in the Ten Commandments, hakoilalim lechol mitzvahs gashmim, which those Ten Commandments include all physical mitzvahs, chayim v'kayamim, are alive 
and and well, kemoi b'matan Torah mamish exactly like matan Torah kaniskalel like we said earlier. Va'afalpi and even though shenish we turn over the page and nishmas yisrael begufim that the neshamis of yidden while we are in bodies heimo betachlis harichuk. We are at the epitome of distant bismana golos during the time of golos. We don't. We can't even feel anything godly. We're so far shmutched. We can't feel anything godly. At the same time, the Torah and mitzvahs, and yet the Torah and mitzvahs miluboshim are include, include, included. Binyanim gashmiim in physical things moed very much. But kolmakoyim nevertheless shoyre. Even though the, here's the problem, we're chas as he said, very distant. The Torah and the mitzvahs are, we're, we're doing the mitzvahs not in a transcendental spiritual way of having some kind of meditation. We're doing the mitzvahs in a physical way. That means we're doing them with our bodies, which our bodies, chas v'shalom, are in a state of filth. Mekom mokom nevertheless, shoyre, he dwells, bekiom atoyre v'amitzvah shalahem, the eibishter himself dwells in their toyre and mitzvahs, all the bechinos of the supernal lights, the pnimius ritzainai of the innermost of his will, vichachmasai and his wisdom, shahoya meir bematan toira mamish, that literally were shining during the time the Torah was given. Verayal is that? What's the proof? That who says that we have all this potent revelation happening in our Torah and mitzvahs? Well, Chazal say they wouldn't tell us to lie. They wouldn't tell us a lie. The sages say, They say when you learn, you're supposed to learn with dread and fear. Even today, someone will come to a rabbi and say, "Am I supposed to learn Torah with dread and with fear?" And they and, and they say, "Yeah." Why? Because it says just like by Har Sinai, we were shaking and quaking. So too, when you're learning Torah, you're supposed to shake and quake. But hold it, over there there was divine revelation. Here I'm just learning a dry halacha. No, 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 no. The same revelation is happening now. The imkain and if so, the chayre ain hefresh klal. So the chayre, there's no difference. Ben giloy atzmas alakus between the essence of the between the revelation of the essence of God shabe matan Torah during matan Torah. Le giloy ritzaynoi vechachmasay to his revelation of his will and his wisdom. Shabe Torah mitzvus achshav in the Torah mitzvus now. V'zeh pele gadol lechayre. This is an unbelievable pele. It's such a mystery. It's such a impossible thing to comprehend. We have to say We have to say in the same idea Like we said earlier. In other words, we're at the same time We're at the epitome of distance the, the wife got disconnected from her husband And at the same time He's fully here He's not here and he's here Now this explains my whole week I'm realizing why I'm, Today I was so Today I was so frustrated That I, I, I got angry I'm, I'm sorry to say I got angry at at, 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 at everybody, at the Ebishter, at the Rebbe, very upset, I'm sorry, I'm saying it, I got very angry, I said I had enough, I had enough of schlepping this place for 10 years, I don't have any money, I can't get this place, no one is coming to the classes, I'm fed up, I'm done with it, I can't handle this crazy amount of money that I need to every, every week, every month raise from nothing, I just can't do it myself anymore, I'm done! And I was screaming to the Rebbe, I don't find someone else to do it. I'm not doing it anymore. Goodbye, I'm resigning. Promise you, that's where I was three hours ago. Two hours ago. Exactly there. At the same time, no way I need over here. If I find me two millionaires to put some money down so I don't have to chase after every two dollars, every two minutes, I would be able to do it. But that's what I'm, it's like a point, I couldn't anymore. I'm being, I'm being honest over here. That's what happened. 
I told my wife, I'm done. The same time, yesterday, I had an unbelievable miracle. I needed money, mamish, an hour later, $10,000 in the bank to cover a check. Mama, and I need it in an hour. And I made that phone call to that one person that I was scared to call, whatever. And he said, yeah, instantly. And he wired the money in within the hour. So what is that? Uh, th- th- now I'm still 10,000 negative, but at least 10,000 helped me. But, 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 but so no, because what's worse for, what got me angry today? Abishter, if you're here, if you're already here, I see you every day with my eyes, my physical eyes, I see God. If you're here already, so why can't you be here all the way and make it easier already? Ah, so the Abishter wants me to understand the mimer. He's here and he's not here. He keeps me on that, on that, yeah, no, all the time. Oh, we'll give out. Why can't he just be here? Okay. <laughs> okay, you need the money. Here, you know what? <sighs> this, is the, this is the relationship. This is the relationship. Yeah and no at the same time. Such concealment, yet such revelation. Unbelievable. We have to say, like we said earlier, the marshal in the marshal, the yashan be'enoi achas, the abishter sleeping with one eye, mishum de pchinas helen vegilu yishavin lefano, because by him concealed and revealed are equal. Kachu gam be pchinas helen vegilu de'atzmas. So is also the just like we said by sleep that he's yet and no, his providence and non-providence can be there. So is also in his revelation and concealment. Sheshavah lefanav, it is equal before him. Giloy helim, the atzmos, the matan Torah. The revelation of the, of, the, of the concealment, of the essence. Again, there's the essence of God that is usually concealed. By matan Torah, it fully was revealed. Im hestera atzmos, the achshav, with the concealment of the essence, that's now, bekiem Torah mitzvahs. In other words, when we're learning Torah and we're doing mitzvahs, Atmos is present, yet he's completely concealed in it. Because we don't feel it. If he would feel it, it would blow away all of our darkness. He's saying, he, is f- him be- he can be at the same time revealed, he can be revealed, but he can also be somewhere and be completely concealed. When hidden are begolos, like like we said earlier, the two miracles, just like our miracles, we don't see begolos. that's called asleep. The the reveal becomes concealed, that we don't see God's providence. The same is also. The Rebbe is saying an interesting thing. Our Torah mitzvahs that we're doing now, we don't have ein bechinas, ein b'toyra mitzvahs da achshav, bechinas giloy oyer. Understand that. There's no revealed revelation of God in the Torah and in the mitzvahs. No, it's not revealed. If it would be revealed, you would never have a Yetzirah again. What happened when it was revealed? By mountain Torah, when it was revealed, it blew our socks off, including our Yetzirah off. Finished, Done. We went into eternal life. So how come I can do a mitzvah and five minutes later, or not only five minutes later, while I'm doing the mitzvah, I can even have a yetzahara at that very moment thinking something impure. So obviously he's not revealed. And even if we, we go, ooh, 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 and we shake a little here and there, it's not revealed. I'm telling you it's not revealed. It's you imagining, and none of that, you're, you're sensing. I'm not saying you can sense something, a little spirituality, a little light. You're not revealing, God is not revealing himself. Yet, 
He's fully there. In the same way, he is by Matan Torah. So when we said earlier that the Abishter is present, Atzmos himself, the, the essence of the Abishter is manifesting in you and becoming part of you, but at the same time, in a concealed state. In your neshama, he is present in a great concealment. Because we're also sleeping. That means, so there was a sleep, so we're unaware of this awesome presence of the Abishter himself in our bodies and in our neshama while we're doing a mitzvah. By Matan Torah, the concealment of essence came in a revealed way in the Jewish neshama's kanal. And But now it's concealed. By the Abishter Matan Torah and a mitzvah today are both absolutely the same. Matan, the legalba b'chenes atzmusay mamish, to God Himself, Shavet is equal b'chenas giloy shenase helem, the revealed that becomes concealed, ima helem shenase giloy with the concealed that becomes revealed. Like it says, these are his powers. It says when the when the Gentiles were were when the, the the Gemara says that the rabbis once wanted to stop the Jewish people from saying Hakel Hagadol Hagibor. They they said we should take out of the siddur of the words Gibor. Why? Because when the non-Jews trampled the base Amigdash. And the utter devastation. Yesterday I watched this, this YouTube that was um, discussing the, the... They were doing the narrative. I don't know who it was. I don't even know if it's a Jewish source. But they were doing a narration of like 20 minutes narrating the, what was going on by the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. And they were reading it mainly based on Josephus. And when you read it, the horror, the horror what the guy describes, what was going on. So when the Jewish people saw that, those that witnessed that, and saying Gentiles are dancing and desecrating his the sanctuary, in the in the most and doing such profanity and such whatever, and you're going to call God the Mighty One? How can you say about Him the Mighty One, Hagibor? They decided to to erase it from the Siddur. We can't say Hagibor. Then they decided no. They, then they went and they reinserted it, and they said that's His might. You know what His might is? His might is that he can that they can dance in his heichal, and he can just in one second he can go. All he has to do is give a little a little blow, and they're gone. Poof! He, he, he just has to stop creating them, <laughs> or more. It's nothing for him to stop it, and yet that is his power. That's his restraint. His power is his restraint. So what do you see from here? In the fact that they're dancing, in the complete hiddenness of him, he. That itself is the expression of him. He's expressed in his non-action, meaning in his non-being, that's where you see who he really is. So he's saying the same thing over here. To Hashem it's equal, full revelation, and also full retraction. Is by him absolutely equal. And it's the same him. There's no difference by him at all. The revelation of the Shekhinah at the Hechel of the Kaidish Akadashim, Lukhurbim Beis Amigdash. There is no difference to God, his projection where he is. In other words, put it this way, he's saying something very deep over here. 
He's saying the Abishter is in the Kodesh HaKadoshim no matter what. He's there. And he's there in two ways. In when the Beis Amigdash is standing, he's there. In what? In a way that anybody that walks in there dies the moment they walk in there. They can't handle it. And only the holy of the holy of the Jewish people on the holiest day can dare enter. Which means God's presence is so vivid, so powerful that no one can handle that light. And that's that he's there, right? That's a sign that he's there. And he's exactly there when Titus walks in and stabs the, the Aaron and says, I killed Chas Shalom, the one above. And that too is also him there. Why? It's not like, why is he there? Because he's there in the fact that he's restraining himself and not saying a thing. And that too is him. That means by him, it's equal to, to Atzmus, it's equal his, the, as he says, um, but he's saying something very special over here. The special thing that he's saying is that the Abishter Atzmus, God himself, never departs from his home. He's there. He's there in two ways. He's there in that he is, when the Beis is standing, he's there in a way where you see him in the proactiveness of him, in his presence, in his revelation. And he's exactly the same way there in showing how concealed and restrained he can be of having a mosque over there with all this garbage going on right over there. And yet, he's there and the place doesn't blow up. And that too is him. Um, he is the space of the world. Understood from all of this, there can be something on the opposite. It can be the concealment and the revelation of Atmos at the same time. Just like it can be concealed in revelation in regards to his providence that we spoke earlier, which is the concealment and the revealment of the ten spheres. This is the idea of this mashal habez. The matzvi, just like the deer. Even when he's escaping, he turns his head this way. Even though it's the same, both opposites. He's escaping, yet his head is turned. We compare God to a deer. That when he runs away, he still has his head turned. That means he can be here and not be here. He's concealing, he's escaping in an estalkus, and he's turning his head, and revealed. It is known. That's the secret of God. Here it is. Ah, boo! I'm so happy we come to this. What do we say? We say about God that God is above without an end. That means, as high as you think he is, he's higher. He is the most elusive. He is infinitely elusive. That's what it means. He's above without an end. And he's also below without an end, which means he's infinitely present. So he's at the same time, and he can be at the same time both. Infinitely elusive and, and, and endlessly present and, 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 and down and revealed. Adein Tachlis. Ubiirin Yazan, the explanation of this is. Hainu Inyan, that's why we call God Kadosh Baruchu. Kadosh means his mystery. He's Kadosh, he's, he's transcendent. Baruch means he's drawn down. Shakadosh Uphinase Iloi Achar Iloi Be'atzmusai. 
he's he, he's elevated in himself. Muvdal separated me. He is higher than being even a source to a source. Remember, even the ten spheres that are hidden in him, he is he's above that. Canal Ubarach, and he is he's revealed. It's his power to draw down and a descent of his essence for him to be in a state of concealment to reveal the Esser Spheres of the Ten Spheres as we said before. This is the meaning of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Even though this is all on the levels of at- here he's using HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Atzmas himself. Usually when we speak about Kaddish Baruch Hu, we're speaking about a certain madrega of the, of the six spherot and so forth. But over here, he's referring to the essence of God himself called HaKadosh Baruch Hu because of these two tnuos in him. The ability to be completely present and revealed and at the same time the ability to be completely hidden and private. Ascending and descending. Which are called Kaddish and Baruch. And both of them Both of them are literally without an end. Just like above, above, without an end. Higher and higher. So to below. It says in See how much Hashem comes down. He creates... He speaks words, and these words become the source for even lower words, and those words become the source for even lower words of combinations of letters until the Abish creeps down into, 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 into the subatomic particles. From being infinitely above everything into Adin Shir, literally, and the universe goes on for without an end. In the ability. There is no end by Chadashim in how small he can become, so to speak. And the various tiny little combinations, which those serve as kalim for his light and his energy to lead to to to, to enter into the the uh, smallest of the small, and yet that has infinite potential to become even infinitely smaller, infinitesimally that goes on forever. That is also called concealed and revealed. Private of private, concealment of concealment within himself, without an end. The gilu yachag gilu and revelation after revelation, lamata mata below below, adin tachlis, without an end. Va'omnam zehahelim vahagilui, and this concealment and this revelation, hagam shehem bebchenas ein sof, even though they're endless. Shavin lefnei atzmusay, in front of God Himself, He's beyond concealed and revealed. He's beyond that elusiveness and beyond that. Re- revealing this. And therefore, we can control them both and have them both at the same time. And, and obviously, good enough that it should send our head spinning. Good. Kemashallah eagle, just like a circle. Shemailo mata shavan by mamish. We were in a circle, up and down are absolutely the same. Then it's not called up and down. If you, if you put a line in a circle, then you can say, oh, there's the top of the circle. And this is the middle of the circle. But as long as you're just in the circle, there is no top and there is no bottom. Everything is equal. And with this Agdama, you've enclosed in your Beza Mashalim now. And with this, we'll understand the general idea of those two Mashalim. The two examples, the two metaphors. The Matsvi Yashan Venir Babasachas. Just like a deer sleeps and is awake at the same time. 
It's showing on ascent and descent at the same time. In his Ein Sof, as we said earlier, he is not, in the time of Golas, the world is a jungle. He's completely removed from, from overseeing what's going on. And at the same time, the unbelievable miracles happen during the time of exile where God is fully directing and guiding everything. At the same time that he's completely removed. Um, and the second marshal, the bereach of machzareish of escaping and turning his head. Shabricho who pchenas ha'iluy va'astalkes ba'atzmusay in atzmus, adin kates to himself. Achazaro who koyach ha'yerida is the power of him to descend. Lamata adin tachlis without an end below. The shneim ke'echad bo they all come equally mitzach shav and mamish because they're absolutely equal. Kanal v'day lamaven is enough to those who understand. B'zeh yuvan inyan anal and with this we'll understand this idea. The ain hefrish lefnei atzmusay. There's no difference to God Himself ben gilu oira lekila mata mata between the time when God reveals His godly light below below. Like when? When was it revealed Hashem's potential to reveal Himself without an end low by matan Torah? He reveals Himself to physical human beings down here in this world. Him Himself. They saw Him. Kamoi be matan Torah duchsevayered. He descended. Oh, and then at the same time during the time of Golus. He is ascending. If Matan Torah is a time of ultimate revelation, Golos is a time of ultimate concealment. But to God, they're both actually equal. When he's concealing. This is the example of a deer running away. But at the very same time, he turns his head back. But what he's saying is, even though in the time of Golas, when God is escaping and completely removing Himself from us, when we are doing a mitzvah, even though there's no revelation of Him, He's completely present and fully there. He is fully enclosed. That's the point. Enclosed. That means He's in you. It's not the idea that God is everywhere. No, then what does it have to do with the mitzvah? I'm doing a mitzvah, the Eberster is fully enclosed in me. But in a concealed way. Because if it would be revealed, it would, as we said earlier, it would blow the Yetzirah away from us. And we would... Behel and betoyro mitzvahs in a concealed entire mitzvahs. We do, we turn over the page. We do Hashem's Ratzayin and His wisdom. And we learn His Torah. Even when we are in Tumah, during the time of Golos, in our defilement. Similar to the miracles that happen camouflaged in Golas. Nature doesn't get blown away. The nature is still here. Yet God is fully doing those miracles. And the same thing is happening in this idea of here it's defilement and at the same time fully full enclosement of God Himself. Just like over there we say it's the same miracle that happened by Yetzirah Mitzrayim. It is concealed during in the in, in, in the ways of nature. So is it now. There is a concealment of the divine in the Torah and the mitzvahs. It is enough to those who understand. When this is also what it says. And this is also the meaning. 
גם בשושה בריח ואוילו למקוימוי, even at the time that God is escaping and going up to his place. והוא בבחינת ההסתר בעץ מוסוי, he is concealing himself into himself. He turns his head. What does it mean he turns his head? Turning of God's head means... Thank you. Which is the, in, the, the pnimius of the Ebeshtis Ratzin and the Ebeshtis Chachma L'achoyrav backwards in Knesset Yisrael. That means he's turning his head backwards. Now, what, is, what does he mean? There's a very deep meaning. He's turning his head backwards means that he's lowering himself down into the backside. And what does that mean? The sitra achra, the unholy, is called the back, the hindsight. Because God creates them without inner interest. When you, Kedusha is called the face of God because he, he enlivens them with desire. The klip is called the back. That's why they're called Sitra Achra, Elohim What happens when a Jew is living, literally his oxygen and his breath is Sitra Achra? That means a Jew, his thought, his speech, and his actions of all day long is all in matters of unholiness. That means that the Yid is living in the Sitra Achra zone. That means he's living in the back. And you catch this Yid and you say, let's put on tefillin. And he rolls up his sleeve and he puts on tefillin, even though he's marinating in sitra achra on the other side. Guess what happens? God turns his face to the back and fully enters into that mitzvah. That means he's turning into the back. It's unbelievable. Shehein bacharayim, these are the back. Because the yidden are in a state, where are we during the time of Golas? In a state of acharayim in the back, the S sphere is the kedusha of the ten spheres of holiness. Hi, now what does that mean? Even though the Jewish people are kind of entrenched, we're in the backside of holiness. Meaning, in the coarseness of the, 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 the lusts of this world. It means we're not in a holy state, we're not tzaddikim. We very, very much enjoy the physical, earthy pleasures of life. And all of our actions, and all of our thoughts, that are not directed to God. Which we know that those thoughts are coming from the chambers of the klipa. The klipa are feeding these thoughts. As we learn in Tanya, in Geras he says a person has a choice if he wants to receive his thoughts from the chambers of holiness. Or we can, it's like a radio station. You turn the dial. What am I? I'll give you a perfect example. When you're listening to the radio, your thoughts are the radio, if you're listening, or the television, whatever. Your thoughts, your consciousness. And you can decide that. You turn to this station, then your thoughts will be fed by this station, by the ideas. You turn to CNN, you're going to get liberal ideas. Uh, you turn to uh, Fox News, you're going to get conservative ideas, kind of. And you can choose it. So Dotu, they are a person can tune himself into the spiritual two forces. If you're tuning in to wanting to be in a holy place and have holy thoughts, so you're receiving these thoughts from the, from the chambers of holiness. Chas v'shalom, a person is thinking negative. Just doesn't have to be negative. Just worldly things that are not pertaining to serving God. Then a person is 
tapping into and receiving his energy flow from the unholy. Yet, even in the midst of that, when he does a mitzvah, God is there. That's the crazy thing. Um, that's the back. Im nevertheless, machzeres roisha, he turns his head, lishkoin to dwell, betoira u mitzvis, in the toira and in the mitzvis, vetfila, and in the prayer, vetshuva shalahem, and into their tshuva. Hashem enters whenever a Jew suddenly feels like, gives a, gives a krechts, gives a sigh of, look at me, I'm so low, God is in that, God is in that sigh. Because darkness is not dark for him. The Kameh, because before him, it's equal to him to be at the mountain of Sinai in a place of such light and to be in the darkest, darkest, darkest dungeon of darkness. The Kachashecha Ka'ira, Behim, darkness and light are absolutely equal. The Helen, the Gilu, and concealed and revealed are equal. Alkain, therefore, gam behestir gomer the klipas noiga. Where else do you? Who else tells you such words? This mimer, we have to. This, this is. The, who else tells you such words? Gam behestir gomer the klipas noiga. Even in the concealments of klipas noiga, lo yachshich oir Hashem shebetorah mitzvus klal. The light of God that's in the Torah and the mitzvus doesn't get darkened. And today they can even scientifically see the aura that shines on a person when they're doing a mitzvah. Scientifically they've seen it. Through various different aura tests. I don't know how that works. But here's the beauty. Even when they're in their tumah. Even though the person didn't leave at all. It's not like in order to do a mitzvah you have to decide once and for all I'm never ever 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 going to get into the dark stuff of my lowly body. No, no, no. To convert the bad to good. And convert all darkness to light. No, the person remains the same human being with the same narcissistic um, um, pursuits and craziness. And yet he did a mitzvah. And yet there's godliness there. There's the, there, there is a total opposite. The mashu hu Hashem is escaping. At the moment, even while you're doing the mitzvah, Hashem is escaping, meaning He's not revealed in you. In the sense that you should be able to sense Him, no. While you're doing the mitzvah. So He's completely hidden because it's full of impurity. So He's not, but at the same time, He's fully present. Because of the sins, He is retracted. At that very same time, he he turns his head, which is he brings all of his panemius all the way to Anochi himself. Because darkness doesn't make dark before him. The maven it is enough to those who understand. and the proof to all of this, we find two things. So beautiful, so beautiful. Echad. I always knew these things, but this mimer spells them out. Echad be'inyan mitzvah's Talmud Torah. In the mitzvah of Torah study. The balkeri mutter b'divrei Torah. A balkeri, which is a type of tumah, a type of impurity, which has to do with uh, one that had a, a uh, seminal discharge before they go to the mikvah, the person is considered tummy. But guess what? 
you're allowed to study Torah. Even while the person is studying, even though the Kabbalists highly recommended that a person should not study Torah until they dip in a mikvah. But yet, halachically, they're allowed to learn Torah, and their Torah is just as holy. That means that the, the Torah does not get contaminated. And even if someone went further and became literally bidvar iser, even someone who defiled their soul, Balkari is not necessarily an Avera if it was in a kosher way. Someone was with their wife or something. They just didn't get a chance to go to the mikvah. So, but then there's even worse than that. Someone who actually did a sin. nimas Their divrei Torah doesn't get disgusting. It's not like the Torah is holy. It goes into that dark place. Even though it says that an Avera extinguishes a mitzvah. It does say that, an Avera. But it doesn't extinguish Torah. And even when it says it extinguishes a mitzvah, he's going to explain soon, it only means something else. It means the inspiration you get from the mitzvah it extinguishes, but not the essence of the mitzvah. That doesn't get it. First of all, it doesn't extinguish or the Torah, the light of Torah. When someone is speaking the word of God, which is, which is the innermost of the Ebeshtah's will and Chachma, that came down to us by the giving of the Torah, even though it's being revealed and enclosed, that's what the crazy thing is adding over here. Three words, that sh- it's a game changer. It's, when you're uttering words, those holy words are now finding expression in breath. Created by the body. The body is creating this breath. And this breath is breath from a body that's defiled. Because the guy, he said, the guy just did a sin. So his body is defiled. He didn't even go to the mikvah. He didn't clean himself. So his body, And he created breath. And in that breath, the Torah is enclosed in. Because Torah, in order for it to be spoken, verbalized, it needs some physical material. What's the physical material? The actual sound and breath. And sound is made up of breath. It's omitted by this person who's defiled. Yet the Torah doesn't become Tameh in it. Oh. Uh, he's defiled, his body is defiled, and, his, and even his soul could be defiled. It does not weaken at all. The godly light. Shebedvar Hashem, that is in the word of God, that he is learning. Why? The sages say, Divrei Torah, the words of Torah compared to fire. Fire, the halacha is, if a Tameh person touches fire, the fire doesn't become Tameh. Fire cannot become defiled. A person can be Tameh, with the worst Tameh in the world, he can have Tzaras, and he can touch the fire, and the fire doesn't become contaminated. Torah is not contaminatable. That's it. And what's the Torah? The Torah is God Himself. The Raya Abay is the second proof. From the, from the physical action of mitzvahs. The Omru, the sages say, Even the sinners of Israel, Malay and mitzvahs are filled with mitzvahs, Karimon like a pomegranate. Alkain, therefore, Kol Yisrael Yeshlam Chelak Olam Abba. All Jewish people have a portion to the world to come. 
By the way, this mimer of the Mitla Rebbe, I would say, as far as I know, is probably the closest source from the early Chabad Chasidus to the Rebbe's Mifza campaigns. Uh, I mean, there must be, I'm sure it's from the Alter Rebbe as well, but to the Rebbe's Mivtza campaigns, Tefillin campaigns, and to go do mitzvahs with Jews, even though he just pulled the Jew out of a nightclub. And a nightclub, you can't do the Tefillin with him, but uh, you know, you just pulled him out, whatever, and, and, and yet you're doing a mitzvah with him. Other Jews are very sensitive to this. They didn't understand it. How can you do that? Well, 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 the person is so tummy. He says it doesn't. The Afapish Avera Machaba Mitzvah, even though it does say that the Avera extinguishes a mitzvah, even if it extinguishes the essential godly light that's in the mitzvah, it doesn't extinguish. It extinguishes the ability for the person to feel that light. Yeah. That he actually did. The inner will of God that he did doesn't get extinguished. It's another thing. The, the tumma of the Avera can extinguish the kavana you have in the mitzvah. The intentions. There's two things. What a person puts into the mitzvah, and there is the mitzvah itself. It's what the Alter Reb explains in chapter 38 in Tanya 39. That there's two things to a mitzvah. There is the etzim of the mitzvah, that it's the will of God. And then there is the love and the fear that you put in the mitzvah, that serves as the wings. So the love and the fear of the mitzvahs, those elements can be extinguished, which allow the mitzvah to soar up, which has to do with the revelation of the mitzvah. Those things are contradicted by sin. But the essence of the actual will of God doesn't in any way... The action, the body of the, of the, of the mitzvah itself, which is the essence of God's will, the ein lo kibui does not get extinguished, from the Tummah at all. Because darkness does not make dark for you. And therefore, even the sinners of Israel are filled with mitzvahs like a pomegranate. From here we have to say, there can be something in its opposite canal. Even the time Hashem is escaping, he turns his head backwards, to dwell, in the Torah, in the mitzvahs, the poishe Yisrael of the sinners of Israel, and the like, and this is the meaning, it says, behold, God is standing behind our wall, he's standing right behind our wall, so first thing is, Pirish Kosleinu, what's the wall? First of all, we have to know it's only our wall. The, if there is a wall between us and Hashem, it's only our wall. To Him, there is no wall. This is the wall and the partition, and the steel curtain, that separates between the Jew and their Father in Heaven. This kosel and this wall, mikra koslenu. It's called our wall. First of all, we're the ones who made it. Through our sins, we create a wall. Like it says, your sins separate. Nevertheless, First of all, we have to know that he's very close to our wall. 
Why? Because this wall does not serve as a partition that separates. It's only to us that we cannot see, experience, and feel him. That our sins separate for us. But to the Ebishter, this is not a machitza, this is not a partition that interrupts. Because even darkness does, does not darken from you, because even though the, it's, it's made up of sins and it's darkness, to God, darkness is not dark. And the proof to this is, Omar, it doesn't say, it doesn't say the mechitza shel barzel, the partition, is separating between the Jew, between their father in heaven and the Jewish people. It says between the Jew to their fa- to their father in heaven. It's not between him to us. It's between us to him. Between the Jewish people to their father in heaven, the mashpam aloshenzeh. It implies from this loshen the legabe Yisrael to Yidden. It is a mechitza that separates between them and their father in heaven. But it's not a mechitza between Hashem and the Jewish people. As we said earlier, it's a marshal of a deer. We turn over the page to page 68. Second to the last page. Um, that he turns his head backwards. This is the enclosed, the enclosement. As we said earlier, that Hashem is very much present. He descends His will and His Chach Moshe Torah in the Torah Umitzvis and in Mitzvis Bepoyol Mamish in the literal sense Yisrael Oisim that Jews do Bechol Yoyim V'Yoyim every day. God enters Gam Kishehem Mishukayim Umushubadim even when we are entrenched and even subservient Bepchinas Klipas Noga to the Klipa to the Klipa of Noga to the to the Klipa of the Shell. Hachumri is the olam azav, the corporateness of this world. Betayvus in all the lusts, shabachol maseim in all their thoughts and machshavisei, all their actions and in all their thoughts. Hashaloy l'Hashem, they are not for God. Yet whenever we do a mitzvah, Hashem is all the way there. Vegamim rabbi mehem, and even if many of them hutmu betumas avoin gezel. And even if many of the Jewish people became defiled with the defilement of the sins of financial matters, of, of thievery, of being dishonest and stealing and the like, and also the arroyes, or inappropriate relationships, or sexual sins, the kahai gavna and the like, which are really, really, here's the Rebbe's taking it to another stage. Even if it's, even if early we spoke about the people that are just very materialistic and earthy and do mitzvahs, but now he's saying even if a person actually sins and does real averis, shem eklipas is the ra gomer. It's not just klipas noiga; it's the real ra, the real lower level of tumah. Shenasim is this creates mechitza umesech shel barzel, a partition and a and a mesech mafsik mamish that is literally interrupting. sins are mavdil; they do separate. Canal. Nevertheless, the Abish that dwells in the Torah and in the mitzvahs that these very same people do. Because we said earlier, the Avera does not extinguish the mitzvah. means the essence of the mitzvah. The embellishments of the mitzvah, the Avera could block, 
But the essence of the mitzvah, the ein mechitza zoom of sekas klal of this mechitza does not block before him at all. Kaniskalia, v'zau shamachzer roishul achayr. If he turns his head to the back, hagam shabereach. Even though he's escaping a mistalik and departs mitzadim and is saying because of their sins, which sins? Kamei gezel like fever, yishvichas damim or or spilling of blood. Tchsiv as it says, yedechem dam yamim damim malu malu. Your hands are filled with blood. Al kain and therefore gam b'perischem kapecha. Hashem says, even when you spread out your hands to pray to me, I will hide my eyes, and I don't listen to your prayers. That means that in certain aspects, Hashem is saying, you can call to me, I don't answer you, and the like. Nevertheless, in the mitzvahs that the Jewish people do, Hashem still dwells. His rotsin is drawn over there. Bepoil in the literal ma'isa mitzvahs of the deed of the mitzvahs. Keshabis, like when Jews keep Shabbos. Utfilin, and when they put on tefillin. Vitzitzis, or when they wear tzitzis. Ukihai gavna bitzedaka, or when we do tzedaka. Ukimilas chasadim, or we do other acts of kindness. Shekalelas kala mitzvahs, that includes all the mitzvahs. When this is the meaning of that Hashem dwells with them and amongst them in the midst of their defilement, and both are true. The master upon him, he hides his face from them. He conceals his eyes. That means that they, that they don't necessarily have a vivid consciousness of God's presence. The Im calls in at the same time, Shoichen Bitoicham, the Abish that dwells amongst them, Bitoiro, Mitzvah Shalahem, and dear Torah Mitzvah. The Yesh Khan and the Riz over here, Dovar the Fechoi Keachod, two opposites together. O Kanal and the reason is Lufisha Toiro Mitzvah and Etzem Ritsoi Noiva Khachmasai. They're the essence of the Abish that's rotten and his Khachma. Shegam Bakhoi Shekhlo Yachshik that even in the darkness it doesn't make dark. Oiram Klaw their light at all the dialamev. And this is the meaning of Hineze Oimed Mamish. The Abish is literally standing behind our wall. Sha'asinu Lanu Mafsik. For us, it's making an interruption. But Va'oimed Besamach Mamish and the Abish are standing very close because at any given moment we can do a mitzvah and suddenly he's fully there. He's not appeared to us in a revealed way. To him, it doesn't block at all. At all, at all. This is the idea that he turns his head to the back. Even when the Jewish people are held in the Harayim, the Kedusha, in the back of Holiness Canal, over there he stands, he turns his head, his essence of his will, Canal V'dailamev. We need to understand what it says further in the pasuk. He's standing behind the wall. Mashgiach menachloinos. He's looking. He's looking at us. He's overseeing from the windows. Meitzitz menacharakim. He's peeking from the cracks. So in that wall itself, that we say that is blocking for us, and it's not blocking for him. What does it say? He's looking from the windows in the wall. He's looking over at us from those windows. And he's also peeking through the cracks in the wall. So what does that mean? In the beginning, it, it, it seems to contradict what it says in the beginning. Initially, he calls it a wall, and a wall seeming to me that there's no windows. There's no wall, there's no windows, and now suddenly he's talking about windows. Who the idea is? 
Because here's the thing. If there is a wall, he's standing behind the wall, that means there's no window. If there's a window, then the wall isn't there. So what does it mean? So he's explaining like this. Down here below, where we are, the wall is a wall and there's no windows. But a little higher in the wall, there are windows. And he's going to explain what does that mean. And from there is it. The idea is like this. The windows are higher up. He's looking from there. Even though the wall is interrupting. To understand this, he says like this. The mitzvahs above nikrois archois havaya. Above in the spiritual realms, the mitzvahs are called the pathways of God. Like a pathway or, an, an, or a trail that a person walks. They're called walk the eternal paths. These are the these are the paths of God. This is where is that? Mitzvahs are the private trails of Hashem. And through those mitzvahs, he walks from his infinite heights down into our lives. Through them, he walks and descends below. So he's basically walking through the cosmos, through these channels, through the mitzvahs. Such a good title. Walking through the cosmos. Because they in truth are they are in MS, they're the innermost and the essence of his will, so it's him, and he's being actualized down here. They literally have no end. Just like he doesn't have an end, so that these paths are infinite. This is the meaning of what it says. Mitzvah is very broad, believable, it has no end. Rock only, meaning that the content of every mitzvah is infinite. But when the mitzvah becomes enclosed down here, they manifest in garments the pchenas noga of the klipa, meaning of materials of this world, which are all under the klipa. Where it's very, very, very contracted and very concealed. In other words, because you could do a mitzvah and don't see this infinite energy that's there. It's just a little act. But you're not realizing that this is like an infinite, powerful, endless energy trail that, that goes up, and at the higher it goes, the more it expands. The higher and the higher and the broader and the broader and the broader and the broader. But yet, all of that is captured in a tiny little minuscule action that takes, you know... Uh, 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 two seconds to perform an ounce of physical matter, you know, three ounces of something, and that you got your mitzvah. And all that's the whole thing. Al Derech Dugma gives an example. Mitzvah Satsdaka. Take a look at the perfect example. The mitzvah of Tzedaka. Lamata, down here below, it's Lahach Yisruach Shefalim. Is to enliven the spirit of the low. Because of Muat, you take a quarter. It's a little bit of money. A little, a little piece of metal. A little piece of silver. A quarter, and that's and you're doing the mitzvah of tzedakah. Ulamayla and above, what's what's contained in this mitzvah? Tzadik Hashem is oiv. It says about God that God is a tzaddik; He loves doing tzedakah. Now, what's God's tzedakah? That He enlivens all the worlds and He's giving them life. 
all of that content of God's infinite tzedakah is captured in that one quarter when one person is giving it. It's basically a miniature of God's tzedakah. That's, it, and it's inside of that because it's, it's there. It captures it. Lashpia tzedakah al-yoyna, the Abish that gives the supernal tzedakah, ma'atzilus, from the worlds of atzilus, libiyat, to enliven the lower three worlds, bria, yitzir, and asiya, right? Ba'adruma ma'ilis, and even higher than that. Kamoy la'atzmus ain't soif, to the essence of the ain't soif, la'ashpia, to give miteva tuvay, from the nature of his goodness, v'chaste and his kindness, she'be'ain't soif, ha'atzmus, that is in the infinite, infinity of the essence, la'atzil, to initially emanate, meaning earlier he spoke, from Atsilus to the lower worlds. Now he's saying even higher, from the essence to emanate the attributes. That's all tzedakah. That's Esosphiris. What do you think? Any concept we learn over here in Torah, what does this concept mean up there? It's endless. The Abisha sits and studies Torah. The and his essential wisdom. That literally is endless. The Lutvalasa ain't mispar to his wisdom, there is no number, meaning it's beyond. And yet, we have these, we're studying like little halacha about how you should tie your shoelaces. V'chein b'mitzvah tefillin, in mitzvahs of tefillin, v'tzitzis, ukahai gamna, enormous godly things captured in these physical little things, v'daylamev. And that's why it's called orchai savaya, it's a road down here into the world. Now, the Zawin, this is the meaning of, he's going to explain the difference between the wall, between the windows and the cracks. And this is the difference. The Zawin mashgiach menach he's looking from the, from the walls, from the, from the windows, the mitzvahs when they're up there are called windows. Shehen tariag orchen, these are, because we said before that, the pathways. So it's like a breach, and where God comes through. There are 613 paths. Kechaloin psuach, and they're like an open window. Generally, the worlds are concealments, when, like a wall. The more, the more worldly we become, the more concealment we bring upon ourselves through the stupidities that we do, the thicker these walls become. Then there is a window, because when we do a mitzvah, all that godly light is shining down. So the window is what? Is the, is the, is the mitzvah, however, as it is in its spiritual source. It's without an end. Kedugmas, like when we say window, we don't mean just a little window. Window means, like we say, Arubai Sashamayim, the windows of heaven. Big windows. But when the mitzvahs come down below, down to us, it's called a little crack. Because it's coming down as a little tiny split in our day. We have like a bunch of physical junk and the middle of all this junk of whatever we're busy with with stupidity like a cow in the middle of that is a little crack of an act of a mitzvah just a tiny little something just a little a little divinity a little divinity in a yid's day like a tiny little crack that's very 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 limited but even when you have a wall if there's a crack you can put your eye to the crack and you can look through it. Valderech mashal, like a way of a mashal, hamates it's like a person who peeks through pistak cotton and a small little crack. Sha'afa pisha mitzamtzim sham enemoid, even though it's very, 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 the eye is very constricted. But you know what? Sometimes the tiny little keyhole 
you can see better because it concentrates your vision and you get a very sharp vision more than when you're looking through a place where you have expansive because then your eye, I don't know, the scientific element of it is more diffused. So this actually, uh, um, that's why looking through, you know, people look through a, when you, uh, something, you make it very small and narrow and then you, it creates a sharper, stronger vision. You can see really well from the distance even if you're looking through a large window. He's explaining actually the mitzvah is the most potent when it gets down here in these tiny little things we do. As great as they are up there in all their expansive meaning those mitzvahs become a thousand more they become a gazillion times more powerful when they come down into these tiny little actions. The quarter is more than all the tzedakah that God is doing. The, the quarter that we spoke about before that someone was giving to tzedakah is more than all the tzedakah that's happening in the supernal world. That's the windows. Here's the crack. Because in the mitzvahs that are contracted and compressed in our lowly world, that this, has, this was ola, this arose in God's thought in an incredible oneg, in an incredible pleasure. Achu to the point that it's even higher, meguf mitzvah, than the root of the source of the mitzvah mamish, as these mitzvahs are above. Meaning, the mitzvahs, as they have all the godly content, don't come close to the mitzvahs when they come down in our human life. Because that's what the Abishter initially thought. Before he emanated all these spiritual mitzvah content, the first thought he had that decided that he's going to create the world were the physical boxes of tefillin that we're going to wear and the physical dime that you're giving for tzedakah. And that's what generated all those supernal content to the mitzvahs. It's crazy. A canal like we said earlier, who did he consult with? with the souls of tzaddikim. mamish. What does it mean? The souls of tzaddikim in the literal sense, the mitzvah of a mitzvah sheyasu at tzaddikim be'olam azed dafka. That's a tzaddikim, the righteous are going to do in this world. The al king gazru oimer. That's why they said yafesh ha'achas betshuva ma'isim toivim be'olam azed. It is better one hour of tshuva and good deeds in this world, Dafka, Mikol Chaye Oilam from all the life of the world to come. Hagam, even though Sha Oilam Abba Mitzvahs, even though the world to come is the reward of Mitzvahs, Lachsis Binoyam Hashem, that's when you get to see the spiritual content of the Mitzvahs and all the, all the delight and all the Shebehen Kamoshan Lamaila. Still, where is it better? Where, where are you actually touching something deeper? When you're physically alive, doing the physical mitzvah in a physical body. It is enough again to those who understand. So that's one pirish of meitzitz min acharakim. So what do we have over We have a wall. The wall is our, our, des, des, our desensitization. Our, we being desensitized to anything godly. Like Hashem is so distant to us. How does Hashem yet enter our life? Through the windows, that's the spiritual mitzvahs above when we're doing the mitzvah, but mainly mitzvahs as he enters down through the harakim of our per- performance of the mitzvah down here. And that's now he's adding that mitzvahs mina harakim is referring to an can also be explained referring in addition to the mitzvahs, it can also be explained as tshuva. Mitzvahs mina harakim is the cracks of tshuva, the cracks of our in our heart. 
we, we can live indulgent, indulgent, enmeshed, entrenched in whatever it is, but then we, then we suddenly make a crack in all of that because we feel so repulsed by our, and repugnant by our obsession with all this junk. And when we give a crack, crack, we crack that wall. And in that crack, we're looking eye to eye. The Abishter is peeking from the other side, and we're peeking from this side. Regarding to tshuva v'hakalin and echad, it's all one idea. Chazal say, Yafesh sha'achas b'tshuva. Chazal said, Taka tshuva ma'isim toivim ba'olam hazeh. So ma'isim toivim could be the crack, but also the tshuva is also the crack. Dafka. Yesh la'hagdem t'chilo, we first have to preface. She'yesh b'pidish meitzitz. The word meitzitz means two things. Lashon habata, meitzitz means to look kipshutai. Vegam lashon bikias v'yitzias or minachoshech v'helam. Meitzitz means something else also. Meitzitz means when we say in the morning we say neitzachama. What's neitzachama? When the sun peaks from darkness and starts to peeking out to light. So the first emergence from the dark to the light is also called atzata. Bereshis yitzi asay, in the beginning when it emerges, bimetzar, from a constricted vitzimtzum and from a contraction. Like we just were in Tishabav, we were in the three weeks of contraction. And right now we're in the midst of the sun coming out of its contraction. Vahoylech v'oyer, now we're living in the time of broadness, parachava, we have to come to a plate of breitkeit. Kamoy loshen neitzachama, the sun is coming out, it's, and the mushal that even though it's not that way in reality, the sun is shining somewhere else, but let's imagine it. The sun is like kind of constricted in that little cave. And now at night, it's, in the morning, it starts bursting out free again to shine its light as it emerges with all its glory. But first, it's coming out. We're holding now before Shabbos Nachamu. This is Mamish the time. We're coming out from that constriction, from that bottled upness, bursting forth. And that is... Um, when you're speaking of the pomegranates, did they bud? Also, when, when something is beginning to bud, it's also called neitzu. They're beginning to, the fruit is beginning to sprout forth. The chain olav upon him, yatzitz nizra, will sprout forth a crown. It's the ray that's shining from the midst of it, from a constriction. It's also like the same idea as we said earlier when you're looking at light through a little crack. It's also meitzitz because your vision is going from a very narrowness and it's expanding out. That's why it's called yatzitz. On the pasik that's where the Alter Rebbe explains it. That's what tshuva is. Because with tshuva, the person is first in a very dark place. In a place of meitzar, it says, From the constrictions I call out to you, That mechitza, that partition, That happens from the sins, don't think that if you did there is a barrier and a wall that is just solid and completely blocking you no, no, no the Rebbe is telling you that there could be cracks in that wall that you too should be able to see something godly through the tshuva it is known the main Indian of tshuva comes in two things 
Echad one chetzoak levovimenametsar. The heart cannot bear the constriction. Benafshay al Khatov. A person from his heart feels the constriction in his soul. Because of his sins, he can't bear anymore this constriction. Because he blocked and concealed the divine light very much in his soul. He has so dumped so much garbage on his neshama that he can't, he feels so constricted. And the person is very bitter. And suddenly, meaning, uh, two hours ago, the person was very, very arrogant, over overly overly proud of himself and full of his own whatever something happened that moved him and now he suddenly feels so feels so so what happened now is a, a little crack opened up like the sages say open up for me God says even a pins a pins hole and this opening comes this Pesach, this puncturing of a, of a protrusion, of a hole, of a crack, and every real Balchuva, that's what it is. The heart is like fed up with the garbage and he's trying to break free. Even if he doesn't manage to break out completely, the very desire to break out bores a crack in the wall. And the other one, once you have that frustration, then you're going to have a little bit of dark, what is the... That's the idea of, 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 of a crack, charakim. But then there's another app part to tshuva, and that is that something converts, of the initial darkness, converts to light. Why? The darkness converts to light, and evil to good. We're not talking about just giving a sigh and continuing being the same like we were before. Hopefully, when we do a, a tshuva, we move a little bit. We change a little bit. We say, you know what? I'm not going to go back. I'm going to put myself. All the negative midos that until now were done. Which all these things were first. This is what created that partition that is interrupting. It has broken in them cracks and. Um, uh, breaches and cracks. Ki al koponim efes katseyu shall call rab poyol mamish nehepach poyol mamish. Even if a person didn't manage to have a complete change of heart and to say that I never ever have any more that yitzahara, but a little bit of it became was was converted. Why? Hagam because you, 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 the energies like you say you know I'm not I, the energy that I was going to do for an avera now I'm going to use it for a mitzvah. I'm going to not do that. Not, so some of that stuff is now changing. Hagam even though I didn't convert myself completely, that I'm disgusted by bad. the person is turning from bad, mamish, in the actual al He's not doing the avera, even though he might be full of it. Now the light of God can shine in one's nisham. Hagam shahutma. Now two things. Earlier we spoke that the Abishter is there in your mitzvahs, even if you're numb. Even if you're numb, you have no idea. But if you're doing a mitzvah, God is there. While you're not feeling anything. While chas v'shalom, a person is numb and completely desensitized, God is there. Now he's adding more. 
through the tshuva, you, you can also create a crack in the wall that not only Hashem is looking through your windows and He's peeking through your cracks, but you can look out also and experience godliness as well. Hagam shuhutmu kvar, even though the person became tamay already, but through this um, 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 uh, crack that is through and through, shanasa beliboy, that happened in his heart, that came about through these two things. What are the two things? The bitterness, the menametzar, the cry that helps you. And two things have to happen. The cry is the power, but then you have to take some of the actual wall and convert that into, into, into good energy. And that creates that funnel. The humility in his heart. Or the, the, the brokenness in the heart. And the bitterness. He's crying about the past. And the regret. He's literally doing tshuva. Once there is a small break, a small breach, even if it's only small, the light of spirituality and of godliness will shine into his soul through this narrow little corridor, through this narrow little thing. And he's able to ascend. The will not fall. The Yidduch Legamri will not be cast away completely from Hashem. When there's the meaning of Menam Meitzar from the constrictions, Karasi, I call out. Menam Meitzar from the constrictions, the Choshech HaMaster Menavoynes. The concealment, the darkness that conceals from the sins. So, so from that minametzar, I crawl, I crawl out from the depth of my heart. And then anoni bamerchav Hashem. The Abish answers you bamerchav in broadness. The person evokes the supernal rachamim, the supernal mercy al nafshayon his soul. That the light of God should illuminate his neshama b'merchav the yutke in the broadness of yutke pirish b'pchenes makifim el yoinim and these high makifim yutke are the makifim the chachma bina not chachma bina that are in kalim but chachma bina as they are makif or sometimes we say in general that chachma bina are called makif shalamaylam and amitzvus that are higher than mitzvus because mitzvus are called mitzvus are mainly associated with the zeir anpin. And Chachmem Bino, which is related to Tshuva, which is the Makifim. For Kemaisa, like the story, the Nasin, the Tzutz. Where do you see that when a person does Tshuva, this great godly light is shining upon him? The Gemara tells a story. Nasin Tzutzisa. What was the story with Nasin Tzutzisa? Interesting story. The Gemara says there was a person, Nasin, he laid his eyes on a certain woman. And he fell in love with her. And all he wanted to was to be, have, to be with this woman. And he tried to whatever. She, of course, did this. She, she rejected him. She was, she was a married woman, I think. She totally was. One time, what happened was, he was a wealthy man. And she needed a loan. She needed money. She knew that he knew that, she knew that he likes her. So she went to him. She asked him for a loan. He said to her, well, you know what? And she agreed, because she was in such a desperate state. In her desperation, she agreed to sin with him. 
after she agreed, and he kind of he had he, to the point the Gemara says he fell sick because of his love for her. And after she agreed, he said no. He pushed away his Sahara and he conquered it, and he didn't do anything. Yeah, he had full access to what he was going crazy for, and now he totally rejected it and overcame the temptation. With the, and he did shuva, and he said no. And the Gemara says that after that he was walking outside, and there was tremendous light shining from him. And they said, whoever met him, and he said that the, the Gemara says the basically he had a candle burning on his head from heaven, and they called him Nasan Tzutzisa, Nasan the Bright One. Wow, that's tshuva. That's that that conversion. Or others like him. That comes from darkness being converted to light. That someone is looking from a distance that you can look far away. Since it's coming from a crack, through, a, through breaking through a wall of unholiness, you can actually see to a very great distance which represents the idea that one achieves tremendous spiritual light through this tshuva. Through these cracks in the wall. In a sense, the bal tshuva gets to see what the, what the tzaddik, who's having all the mystical unions up in the higher worlds, he's connecting to the supernal windows that we spoke of before, is limited. The bal tshuva, who's converting the darkness to the light and all that, gets to see even further. That's why he put tshuva before maisim tov. It says, "Chazal say yafesh shachas tshuva maisim tov and ba'olam azeh tshuva before maisim tov, because maisim tov are the windows and tshuva are the cracks. And through a crack, you get a sharper vision than you get even through the window. The fisha or chayzer the tshuva, because the returning light of tshuva magia arrives lamayla ma'or yashar higher than the direct light." The mitzvahs can you do of mitzvahs as it is known, but I even, even though last week Monday we learned that <laughs> that after Mashiach comes, really it's this gal the sherish of mitzvahs, that mitzvahs are higher than the than the than this tshuva and the overcoming of the struggle. But yesh kazeh, the yesh kazeh, both are true and on some level, Vadaila Maven. It is enough to those that understand. Wow. Chazak Chazak and his Chazak. Three weeks we spent on this Maimer. But what a Maimer.